Strap in, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the reintroduction of episode 13. So this was one of our better episodes, probably top three if I had to pick. Um, And unfortunately it was deleted in our transition, um, trying to move stuff and arrange stuff through our different platforms. So for those of you who want to listen to it, It is being put back out by us, the original audio, other than the intro and outro Cody and I had recorded previously. The episode that was put out by Brendan and Kevin is still on on their podcast, I guess. Um, And so give them a listen. Um, They're great guys great podcast it's different variety podcast so I'll give them a lesson uh here is episode 13 that we did back in may released beginning of june um and we recorded it on our way back from starcast from double or nothing and so we discussed our experiences what we went through there and such and kind of give them an introduction um, a reintroduction into professional wrestling. So give it a listen. Follow Brendan and Kevin. They got t-shirts out now. So you guys want to check that shit out and make sure you get one. All right. Thank you. Stay unprofessional. Hey, you fuckers. How's it going today? What up, motherfucker? This is going to be fun. It is. I'm in for a schooling. I have a feeling. Oh, yeah, you are. So today we have Leo and Cody, both of the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. What up, guys? What's going on? Hey. Get that fucking mic up to your mouth. (laughs) Don't make me tell you again. Act like it's a cock and stick it in. (laughs) Act like you've been driving a Prius all day. Oh, here we go to Prius jokes already. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just get him out of the way now. Yeah, let's let's hear them. Let's have all the Prius jokes. I don't have any Prius jokes. I don't either. I just think they're funny. I'm just going to call you a wuss for driving a Prius. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys just got back. Okay, I got to hear about this weekend. You guys just came back from the AEW pay-per-view. Double or nothing, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. From start to finish, tell me about your weekend. Because... the. I have seen nothing bad about this on social media all day. In fact, I'm like, holy shit, this, this fucking AEW is for real. And this tells you how much I'm displaced from wrestling because I haven't seen shit on social media about this. So, <laughs> well, I follow a ton it. of wrestling no, pages. I, I get it. All right. All right so, um, so it's, uh, it started Thursday. We drove down, uh, from Idaho, um, and it, the convention is StarCast. It's separate from Double or Nothing, but it takes place around the event. And uh, we did that for 
a couple of days. We had the wristbands so we could go to different panels. We got to see uh, Sting's panel. Which, thank you for the autographed Sting yeah, poster. Yeah, we appreciate that. That's fucking awesome. And uh, we got to see uh, the Young Bucks and Cody, which are the executive vice presidents of AEW. Um, Cole Cabana. I'm just going to ramble off a bunch of names. You guys Do probably- it for sure. No, no, no. You're fine because it's all going to be obsolete to my brain. That's why I'm, I'm learning because the only thing I remember from wrestling was WWF. So yeah. that tells you how long it's been since. Yeah, it's been a while for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, uh, this is a complete learning curve for me. And so. I'm somewhat, I don't know, I'm an on and off wrestling fan. Yeah. So I'm half with it, half not. Yeah. I'm fair so, with it. Um, we did we did a couple of those. Uh, we did a we did this jam session uh, Thursday night. It yeah. was free, and uh, so if you remember WWF, the Godfather was there. Oh no, shit! Oh, yeah. Remember him? Nice. So he was there. Um, Everybody, <laughs> it's time to climb aboard the whole train. Yeah, yeah he came in <laughs> full full Godfather. Full battle rattle. Yep, yep. Yeah, we were looking full for gear. the hose, but he didn't bring those. Oh. Um, and then a couple of the guys like you Joey Janela. Too old for the hose. Yeah, no, he's I, pretty old. I think he runs a strip club down there or something. Oh no, shit! Good man, because yeah. he he lives in the Vegas area. That. So yeah, um, got to get a hold of him. Hell yeah, that that was some cool uh, stuff. Then Friday we did a uh, we did an independent show down on Fremont, a right true there in front independent of, uh, show in front of the Nerd Bar. Do you know uh, what league it was? It was uh, Fight Capital, I believe. Oh, is, okay, is I haven't heard of that one. I think they've only done one show down there before. Um, but the guy who seemed like was running it was uh, Teddy Hart, actually. He was the one talking to, to all the wrestlers. He was really cool. Oh, we, okay. we met Teddy Hart. Nice. Um, uh, Harry Smith, uh, uh, Willie the Mac. We got pictures with him. Marty the Moth, who we've met before. Um, the new Samoan dynasty was there. Rikishi was there. You remember oh, Rikishi? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. So his no, son. No stink faces, though. Yeah. I was willing to take one. I was, if he asked, I was going <laughs> to run up there and take a stink face. He was. He was ready for that big ass in his face. I seen him do a stink face at Raw <laughs> he was 99. He ready for a big ass in his face. <laughs> it was that time when That's Heath Ledger was coming show. out once a week and he was challenging every legend to a fucking match or whatever. And the one I was at was Rikishi, and he ended up getting stink faced at the end. And then yeah. Rikishi and uh, um, oh god, why can't I think of their names? His kids, the uh, Usos, the, the Usos. Usos. Goddamn, they uh <clears throat> go and they started fucking dancing and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I uh, we seen RVD. He was there. So his girlfriend, oh, hell yeah, her name is Katie Forbes, and she's hot as shit. And okay. they were doing this uh, lingerie fighting free right there. At that's my Fremont. kind of wrestling. Yeah. yeah, I don't care. I mean, if that's what it's about, I might have to get involved. <laughs> yeah, that, that shit. They were at, it was the lingerie fighting championships, and they were having them down there before the actual event, and that was free. So we showed up a little bit early. Well, hell yeah, especially for free. Are you yeah. kidding me? And we caught the end of that, and we seen RVD was up on the like the the balcony watching, and then he was hanging out in the bar just drinking. And we seen him. We, we really didn't want to bother him. But as I started drinking more, getting a little bit more comfortable, I seen him. I went up to take a piss and I went to ask him for an autograph right around the same time this other dude goes to ask him for an autograph. And um, so he's like, all right, bro, you guys both want an autograph or not a, not an autograph. Sorry, a, a picture. Yeah. I didn't ask for autographs. I wanted a picture. And... Um, He's like, I'll give you guys a picture, but you both got to be in it and you got to hold hands. 
Oh, okay. Oh, I was going to ask yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. I was like, why are they holding hands yeah, going yeah. out style? And, and so uh, <laughs> I, I held out my hand, like, you know, holding it as in the handshake to this dude. Uh-huh. And this dude's had a lot more to drink than me. <laughs> So he's even more plastered and he's like, all right, just trust me. Just hold my hand like this. And so I'm, I'm holding gonna hold it. your boner yeah, while and, you hold my thumb. And I'm laughing, <laughs> you know, you see the picture. I'm, I'm like, whatever. It's fucking RVD and RVD is yeah. having a good time. And, and that, that was cool. So I gotta, <laughs> gotta, yeah. gotta meet RVD and get a picture with him. Yeah. So was he there for the event or was he just no, there? He was just hanging out. Supporting his girlfriend who was okay. in that lingerie fight. And who's he signed with now? Damn. I uh, believe Impact Wrestling. I wanted yeah. to say, I thought I seen him and Tommy Dreamer and yep. Sabu the other night. Yeah, yeah. So Tommy Dreamer, he runs his own promotion, House of Hardcore, and he kind of jumps all over. He was at uh, Double or Nothing last yeah. night. They had the. He was on the, in the Battle Royal. Battle Royal. Tommy yeah. Dreamer was? Yeah. yeah. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Fuck. Everybody was there. Yeah. yeah. We've seen, uh, we seen Mark Henry, Booker T. Um, Mark Henry? Yep. Yeah. Was he wrestling or just no? no, no he's he's, he's done. He, he does, does a, a show too. Yeah, he does a show on Sirius XM, busted open, and uh, he's like one of the revolving hosts. It's him and Bubba Ray Dudley. Now, see, I seen it with Bubba Ray Dudley because yes. I watched the interview with Jericho when he was actually talking about joining AEW. Right. Mark Henry, the Hall of Pain. Yeah. <laughs> I have my RVD story. Too. Oh, mean, you got so an RVD story uh, too. So yeah, Leo yeah. got to like actually meet him, meet him, and take the picture and everything. Yeah. Same thing. I was going upstairs in the nerd bar to go take a leak, and I go into the bathroom, and there's nobody in there. And then pretty soon, I hear somebody like coming through the door, and of course, this 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 place in Vegas, it's on Fremont, so you can only imagine the atmosphere. And I'm standing Dirty. there. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm standing there taking a leak at the urinal, and. Uh, Pretty soon I hear a dude walk in and uh, he comes to the urinal next to me and I look over and I'm like, oh shit, that's fucking Rob Van Dam. I was like, <laughs> I'm pissing next to Rob Van And I kind of wanted to say something to him, but I was like, he like, hey Rob, how's it going? You know, <laughs> how's it hanging? How's that piss treating you? Yeah. yeah. And then as I you. came back downstairs and we'd met this other guy at this independent show that was pretty cool and, uh, I said, man, I just took a piss next to RVD and the the dude that we just met from like I think he's from Denver, man. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's from Denver, Denver and he's like, so is he really the whole effing show? And I'm like, (laughs) I don't fucking know. I didn't look. So that's my RVD story. No, (laughs) there was there was a barrier. You know, I was kind of doing the whole. I mean, you should like watching where I step. Check out his girlfriend. He's he's got to be fucking. He's old. Swinging a sledgehammer. Yeah, he's got to be doing something. Yeah. He must be the whole effing show. <laughs> yeah. Be banging him that young. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's pretty good looking. She yeah. All right, so what else? I mean there's I'm sure there's more to it than that. So Yeah. Uh so that was that was Friday. Well, that show it didn't start till midnight. We didn't get back to the room till like five in the morning and then had to be up by Holy shit. Had to be up by nine because we had meet and greets with uh the Lucha brothers that we'd already paid for. Oh shit! So we got yeah. you know like a two three hour power nap. Um, got up, showered, uh, started heading down there, and then we got a, an alert saying that that'd been pushed back like an hour or two because of uh, flight delays. Yeah, but we also had a meet uh, meet and greet with uh, God Gorillas of Destiny. Okay, I'm not and familiar with. They're Gorillas from of uh, they're from New Japan. They're pretty okay. cool dudes from okay. the Bullet Club. 
Um, so Tama Tonga is one of them. Well, both of them are uh, Haku's sons. Okay. And if you're not familiar with Haku, he wrestled as Ming in WCW. I'm trying to think who that is. Let's, the, let's step it back just a little familiar. bit. Just so, not just me, but there's a lot of our <laughs> listeners that aren't necessarily wrestling fans. I know your guys' show is wrestling based. Yeah, yeah. So well, they're going to be after bit. this. So there was WWF. <laughs> Then it went to WWE. Yeah. Yes. Right. Like, what's the time frame of, of all the leagues of wrestling? So. Jesus, dude. Really? <laughs> yes. Let's, let's take it back just a little bit. Come on. There's people out there that are like, dude, so do you I know, gotta tune out right now if I don't know what the fuck's going on. Do you know the reason why WWE changed their name? Uh, because of the World Wildlife Foundation? Yes. Yeah. That's Suppo- the only thing I know. Supposedly, were <laughs> at least. those pandas. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Fucking pandas. Supposedly, there was, at least the story they tell is that they filed an injunction against WWF, the wrestling federation mm-hmm. at the time, and saying that, you know, they're, I guess, copyright and infringement or something. But I'd have to research it, but I want to say that WWF had been around longer than the World Wildlife Foundation. And that's when they hit did the whole campaign. Brendan probably remembers this when they, the whole get the F out thing. Yeah, get the F I out. do. <laughs> yeah. That's when they were going through that legal. Well, thing. it might've been because before it was the WWF, it was the WWWF. That's very true. That's going way that. back. Okay. That's like not even Vince McMahon. That's like His Vince dad. McMahon senior. Like when he first like started it, like Bruno Sanchez. He graduated Martino high school did. and that's like where he was at like right. when he was first what, starting. What was the third W old. for again? Um, shit. I don't know. Don't remember. Worldwide wrestling. I think I it might've, I, I think it might've been worldwide wrestling federation okay. and then they shortened it to world yeah. wrestling federation. Okay. Okay. But uh, anyway, so for the longest time it was just, uh, the WWE and okay. then, uh, TNA kind of came around. I remember TNA okay. and they started doing good. And I think they, uh, they got, I don't know. They fizzled out. They didn't know how to handle, couldn't they, manage their, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, right. They their had product, a lot of stars. Properly. They they had a lot of homegrown stars, and then eventually it, it kind of felt like a, a WWE graveyard. So if you were a name yeah. in WWE, you'd go there you went to TNA and, and you'd die. yeah, right. yeah, Ooh. or they'd push you right away, and their t- yeah. talent got kind of put. So TNA was kind of a competition for WWE. I don't think it ever got that far. No, they were, they were they, trying. It yeah. could have been. Yeah. It was kind of getting there, and yep. then it just kind of fizzled off. They tried yeah. to be. So they, they, I mean, they tried. They, they put their effort out. Yeah, though. they tried to do the Monday Night Wars again. Mm-hmm. So they actually moved their show to Monday nights again to directly compete with them, which I think was what what did it for them. What was wrong? Because uh, you're not going to compete with with right. WWE, you know. Yeah. So. The way uh, they thought AEW they could take over the wrestling doing, empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're selling it as an alternative. Like, hey, yeah, you can enjoy WWE too, um, but come enjoy us as well. We're going to be on a big network. Gotcha. We got some guys that you might know. Yeah. Um, and they're not calling it a war, but they do take their shots. Right. So, but they did have some pretty big names to go yeah, up against I mean, WWE. No, uh, yeah. T- Besides, okay. At that was there any poster, big? Was there any big guys? There? as opposed to the losers that left WWE, the, the guys who are going for their graveyard stuff. Yeah. Was yeah. there some pretty big names at like TNA? At TNA? Yeah, there were huge names. Um, I, they I had think, Hogan there for a yeah. while. They had Ric Flair. They okay. had uh, Bubba Ray. Well, they had both the Dudleys. Yep. Yeah, uh, they had RVD. Eric Bischoff, Mick Foley, Booker T, Kevin Nash, uh, Kurt Angle. 
So when Kurt Angle first came in is when I felt they were starting to become legit because he had great matches with guys like Samoa Joe, mm -hmm. AJ Styles, guys who had kind of been brought up through there. Christian was nice. there too, right? Yeah, yeah Christian, Christian went too. over for about two years, yep. I think, and then went obviously back to WWE. But, so TN, okay, so TNA comes up against uh, WWE as a head-to-head -head competition, trying to be. Yeah. Right. They obviously fizzle out. What happens to most of the TNA guys? Um... Some of them just go by the wayside. Some so, move to so, WWE. Well, there's so yeah. many places they can go. I mean, there's, there's a lot not of just for TNA and WWE. Yeah. I mean, there's independent circuits. There's yeah. fucking. Okay, that's what that's uh, what I'm trying to figure out here because yeah. I'm not a wrestling fan, so I just want so to make like, sure I'm schooled because I want to know oh, a little no. bit more. I mean, that's fine. So, I mean, we're just so, telling you. So, what say name five platforms other than WWE where these TNA guys could have went? So, NWA. Okay, NWA. NWA is an in a reassert. Resurgence right now. Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, yeah I've bought heard he the got NWA. Into it. He owns it. Yeah. He owns it. Um, and then there's uh, Ring of Honor Wrestling, ROH. Oh, fuck, I forgot about Ring of Honor. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Major League Wrestling, MLW. Uh, I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah, uh, see, this is going deep. Look like, I've never on, heard of this shit. But then there's like YouTube. Canadian leagues, there's uh, Mexican leagues. So there's leagues. places where yeah, these guys yeah. go when that head to head AAA um, comes to a squash. Yeah. These guys aren't, their career's not in because TNA no, no. shut down. So they no. have places to go because TNA they're good wrestlers. Shut down. TNA's still it's, going. It's, it's been rebranded. It's okay. Impact. It's under, I think, different ownership and everything. So, yeah. so Dixie Carter's so, not part of it no more? So they took what TNA had and said, we're going to rebuild it as something great without the TNA name. They started rebranding it and then Jeff Jarrett which is funny oh, with the guitar pick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, he has a global force wrestling. Right? Well, well, that went under. Too. That went under. Already? And they kind of, they, he kind of tried to remerge with TNA. Because uh -huh. Jeff Jarrett was the one that originally started Total Nonstop Action or TNA. Yeah. He branded it as the NWA TNA. And he came in, they brought back the old 10 pounds of gold. Uh, he had matches against Sting, you know. Obviously, Jeff Jarrett's got to put himself over as a champion. So, um, and then he kind of fizzled out, and that's when Dixie Carter and her family came in. And then Jeff Jarrett took off, uh, kind of did some independent stuff, a lot of stuff down in AAA down in Mexico. Um, and then he tried to rebrand Global Force, and it was supposed to be like this, like an NWA, like a new NWA. And it didn't really take off. And then now Jeff Jarrett is back with WWE, actually. See, I seen he was back, but I thought maybe he was just, uh, I don't know, making an appearance or something. Yeah. Like so they put him into the Hall of Fame last year. And they went way old school with his gimmick, like when he first came out, the country singer and the whole, yeah, that whole that. stupid shit. And then, so now he's a backstage producer oh, for okay. WWE. And he... Did a couple so, things at WrestleMania. So just jumping around a little bit, you brought up uh, Mexican leagues. How do the, the the leagues in Mexico blend with the the leagues here in the United States? So Is I'll that something my, that's regularly? I'll let my blended? lucha libre expert over here answer this. He'll, he'll let the Mexican do this. Come on, Leo, <laughs> Leo the Mexican. <laughs> so uh, actually, wow, racist as fuck. <laughs> He's a Mexican. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he said he was a Mexican earlier yeah. before we came on air. I'm gonna, <laughs> no. I mean, I'm not discriminating. I'm just I taking like Mexicans. Jabs at you. You're a Mexican. <laughs> it's all good. I'm being mean. <laughs> no, right now uh, I'm not racist. to hate everybody equally. Okay, just yeah. chill. And I will say that publicly. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, so uh, right now, like, trip, 
triple A, triple A, they get close to your mic, man. They um we they go. work with uh Impact and they're also working they they worked with Lucha Underground originally. Triple A is a Mexican league? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um Lucha Underground's no more, right? Uh not at the moment. So I don't I don't think they're coming back. A lot of their stars have gone elsewhere. Uh but Lucha Underground did a lot to get names out there like Lucha Brothers uh which are uh Pentagon Jr. and yeah, Ray Phoenix. Um, the, it was kind of the reemergence of, well, he goes by so many names, uh, John Morrison. Um, they introduced Brian Cage to me, um, Willie the Mac, Marty the Moth, a lot of guys on the independents. They kind of gave them some TV time that they didn't have before, and now they're no more. But, uh, but the you, guys have moved on to other <clears throat> leagues. Yeah, yeah. So right now, it's there's a big boom in everything with social media, um, wrestling is easy, easily accessible with, with YouTube, uh, the fight TV app, you can get different promotions mm-hmm. and there's a lot more cross promotion going on than there had been. And so, um, it's clear that WWE isn't the only game in town anymore. Um, for a while, Putting up until up competition between yeah, yeah. Mexican leagues, uh, Mexican leagues, Japan leagues, American leagues. Now it's, it's not again if you if you say it's direct competition with WWE like you're they're they're global like they're yeah, there's so much yeah so yeah. much out there for but them it, to do and yeah. to promote that they're but it's really an alternative yeah I mean there's just much more wrestling going around and so if a dude doesn't make it here he's got so many options now you're probably not going to get the WWE payday mm-hmm. um, but you're still going to make a comfortable living and maybe have a little bit more creative control so I don't know anything about the Japan leagues or anything like that or some of the other American leagues me being frequently going to Mexico versus being here, the stuff when you're in Mexico, wrestling's huge. I mean, it's just yeah. everywhere, just flat out. Between yeah. soccer and wrestling, it's just in your face all the time. And from what I, I remember, I was in uh, Acapulco this last summer, and we we sat down and watched the Mexican TV because like that's the only thing down there in Mexico, obviously. So some of the wrestling, <laughs> like it looked uh, coming from a non wrestling fan, United States wrestling almost looks so staged that it's not even funny. I mean, you're like you kind of give it a, a good humorous laugh. But in Mexico, the wrestling, they seem like a lot more aggressive. Is that something that's standard on a wrestling level? Like, they're just, I mean, is there certain levels of aggression, certain levels of pain where you so, go? Yeah, I mean, it, it depends. It's called a, um, it's more uh, famous in Japan, like uh, strong style, where uh-huh. they're a little bit more stiff. Okay. Yeah. So the punches, the, the kicks. They're for real. Like dropping for real. each yeah. other on their necks. And yeah, they're they're real snug with their work. Um and it's a little bit more more dangerous, I guess. But uh, uh, in the Lucha Libre, yeah, they do a lot of a lot of dives, you know, full body jumping on each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and some workers just work stiffer than others, which so they it makes actually it look, connect. look realer than well, it is real. It is real. Yeah. I mean, they are throwing each other around and slamming each other. Yeah, oh, yeah. but there's not so much rehearsal. Is that what it is? Uh, I wouldn't say that. I just think it's it's a little bit more gritty. I guess not. It's not as refined. Okay. I yeah. guess they probably call a lot more stuff in the <clears throat> ring as they're working through the match where like in WWE, probably 95% of the matches are already pre-produced backstage. So they know, okay, we're going to start with this hold. We're going to, there's where we're going to be at the middle. This and is then where the commercial here's break the finish. Comes in. Yeah. So but there's still a lot that's ad-libbed in the ring. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you cannot rehearse that whole thing. That would no. be, it would look absolutely stupid. So there's a lot that they step out and say, okay, you have to do this to start. 
do whatever you want during this section, and this is kind of how you're going to end it during this section. Yeah, they, they try you to tell to be a story. certain point in yeah. the fight to here. Yeah, right. So with yep. the Mexican leagues, I'm, I guess it's I'm just, just trying to get it. Like it's just how they work, how they perform that makes it look. Yeah, it's different. More so, so there's a there's a WWE style like. It, uh, when WWE signs a talent from Mexico or Japan or wherever they are, mm-hmm. they go down to their training center, their performance center down in Florida, and they work out there for a while, mm-hmm. kind of get used to the American WWE style okay. before they're even put on TV. So by the time they're put on TV, even if they don't have a character change, a lot of their repertoire, their 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 work uh, is different. It's it's been accustomed or does the does the the producers of the WWE let these guys kind of bring their Japanese and Mexican style um, or Hispanic style whatever you want to call it to the ring or they want them to do WWE? So yes and no. I, I mean, if they get to WWE, obviously they've done something right to get there, right? Of course, of course. Uh, but uh, you know, we'll give you an example. Like Shinsuke Nakamura came over from Japan and he he was the king of strong style, right? He was right? huge in Japan. He was huge. Okay. Huge. And hard-hitting guy. Um, comes in with a lot of buzz. Um, when he did stuff in NXT, which is WWE's third promotion, uh, kind of like their development mm-hmm. uh, center. Well, it used to be. It's it's kind of its own brand now. Um, it... Uh, he was he was still kind of the the Shinsuke Nakamura of old, but now that he's on the main roster, you just feel like if you followed him before, he's he's uh, watered down a lot more. And um, so you know, it's stuff like that that um, they they want WWE to perform to entertain. They don't want you to go out there and kill yourself. Yeah. Of course, and, and they're a lot not of putting these... on good wrestling matches. I mean, there's few here and there, but like. It's very TV structured based. Yeah. And a lot of these guys on the independents or even different leagues, like they know if, if I don't go out there and and put in my all or they're not going to book me in this other town or, you know, I'm not going to get these bookings. I got to stand out. I got to do things different. I got to put my life on the line. And once you're there, WWE, they kind of, I still enjoy it. I hate on it a lot, but I still watch it all the time, but it's, it's different. So these guys have their own wrestling styles. They have their own moves that they need to perfect in their own time working for uh, whichever league they're with and developing things that are going to make them stand out. Right? Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're ultimate performers, right? It's a super yeah. full-time job. Yeah. Well, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not understating it. I'm just trying yeah. to, from a, from an outsider looking in, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there listening that are outsiders listening in right now. So these guys, I mean, they're dedicated to their art. And I'll call it an art because obviously it's been extremely successful right. over the past 30, 40 years, maybe long, probably, probably longer, longer, way longer mainstream that, yeah. on television, 40 years. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So these guys are bust ass performers that are doing everything and anything they can to get their name on the top of the, of, of the, the headliner list. basically. Right. Yeah. Main eventers. Damn. Yeah. But you See, gotta like, think about how physically demanding it is too. They're well, doing. Of course, they need to keep themselves in physical shape. They need to. They look good. Yeah, of course. Because they're yeah. doing at least three hundred shows a year. I mean, they're on the road constantly. Right. Three hundred shows a, a year. WWE schedule is yeah. WWE schedule is hardcore. Like, they're, they're home like so they're three they're days touring like a rock week. star. Oh yeah, they're going around the country. Yeah, and then they around do the world essentially. Europe tours where they're over in England and all that stuff. For and then like you got two a weeks. bunch of marks these days on the internet like us that critique what? all their work and you know what I mean. So but that's okay. That that's good for an artist to be built up because if yeah. he listens to your show and says, "Well, I was doing this wrong," 
as an artist, he instead yeah, of, most of them probably won't a give a dick, shit. Though. He should be like, okay, fuck those guys. I'm gonna fucking learn from marks. Did you hear what this fucking podcast on Instagram said about me? <laughs> fuck them. Yeah. We're not going to Idaho ever again. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Idaho. Fuck the Snake River. There is fuck like you no crowd, wrestling in Idaho. No. Like, well, no. Uh, okay, let me take that back. There is a small indie promotion that runs out of Boise. Um, I believe it's called Wrestle Club. And they do a lot of... Uh, charity work. Charity work. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, well, so a lot cool. of their shows are free. Um, so they're but, bringing in some headliners? No, no. Oh, it's no. a lot of very homegrown... like guys. Yeah, yeah, like their own Dudes guys. Dudes in Boise yeah. that want to wrestle. There's yeah. one in Vegas that'll bring in headliners. They're called Future Stars of Wrestling. Uh-huh. For a while, they had Matt Hardy and uh, Disco Inferno in pretty uh, consistently. Disco Inferno, who's that? Shit, <laughs> 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 I just guy. seen him on TNA, too. I was like, yeah. what the yeah. fuck is this yeah, guy impact. doing? He's a... F- <laughs> don't say idiot. don't say that word. <laughs> just, he's, a, he's a freak <laughs> and not a good one. <laughs> So. Fuck Disco Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of a wrestling going on. It's almost kind of like wrestling's cool again. Uh-huh. And we're we're always, you know, we're old dudes. Well, you know, he's older than me. I'm only thirty, but you know, we still watch wrestling. Um, but to me, um, so growing up as a kid, it was always in my life, you know, and mm-hmm. and that's my my dad would take me to wrestling shows and that was the coolest shit to me and now i can do that with my kids what was the coolest fucking show you went to um so i went to the first show i ever went to was a nitro in salt lake oh mm-hmm. shit and what that year? it was uh i want to say 2000 okay i was watching at that time uh yeah it had a it was when Kevin Nash gave the title to Flair. Like he had just won. Like the storylines didn't make much sense back then, but you're a kid, you know, I was like 10, 11 years old. Um, and Kevin Nash comes out to the ring first thing and gives uh, the title to Flair because he never lost it. So I got to see Kevin Nash, Flair, uh, Rey Mysterio wrestled there. He was he didn't have his mask on. Um, Scott Steiner, Goldberg, Vampiro and Sting. Oh fuck yeah! Um, Vampiro used to be Hogan sick. was there. Yeah, yeah. Him and, and Sting so, had some good matches. So that was cool. As a kid, you know, that's the first show I'd ever gone to. Mm-hmm. I've been to a, a bunch of live events. Um, I did one live WWE SmackDown where The Rock was still wrestling. So, oh shit, yeah. So that was cool to see him. Um, and then this one that we just did, this AEW, like the crowd was just was just on you know it's a different type of yeah. wrestling fan and so when you seen one, it oh sorry when you seen it was that the vince russo era yeah that yeah. was that was their one foot in in the graveyard like they were they were just about <laughs> just they about, about done they were yeah. about done yeah. and see i kind of <laughs> liked that era i don't know what it was about it but i don't know maybe it was just because the whole NWO thing had been drug out for so long. Finally, when Vince Russo was doing his thing with it, I was like, okay, it's a little bit different. Maybe, I don't know, but maybe that's just me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but you know, it was, it was still, still cool. Um, and, uh, ever since then there's times there was a period two, three years that don't really watch a lot, but I still follow it. And, now that I got kids, they're into it. And so I can use them as an excuse. You know, I'll tell my wife, hey, let's take them to this wrestling show. Right. <laughs> got to keep them. Yeah. Keep yeah. posed on your on your passion, man. Yeah. 
but but that's cool. I feel like um, above anything, I think uh, wrestling it brings people together. You know, it it it's there's something for everyone. If you're a hardcore fan, there's those death matches. Um, if you're a comedy, you know they have their comedy bits, the serious stuff, the emotional stuff. Like this mm-hmm. AEW just had Cody Rhodes against uh, Dustin Rhodes, and I got I got the Dusty Rhodes shirt on, right. but. Um, Son of a you know, plumber. Yep. Brother versus brother. They put a lot of emotion in their promos. And Dude, it Dustin wasn't, was bleeding so I was bad. just going to yeah. ask about that. It yeah. wasn't like, uh, as far as what they did in the ring, it wasn't like, oh man, they they did all these awesome moves and stuff like that. But it told a story. Yeah. And there was so, people legit crying in the audience. Like they did a couple of camera shots of the crowd and there's people just like hands over their face, just like, Oh my God, what are we watching? Cause I'm, I won't spoil it too much. If you guys get a chance to watch this show, it's definitely worth it. Uh, but yeah. Are you talking the pay-per-view? Yeah. The pay-per-view. I'm sure it'll be on YouTube soon. The one that there there is some (laughs) clips. Yeah. Yeah. This is the one we did. Yeah. Uh, a couple nights ago. Yeah. Okay. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. That's, But you know you have your different types. I wish types. I would have went. Yeah, you have like, like the the match, the best match of the night was uh, the Lucha Bros against the Young Bucks. Like they did I all s- sorts of crazy stuff. Like I've seen awesome. some of that. Yeah, that was fucking insane. Yeah, and that that was the best match. But the most emotional match was that Dustin Rhodes against Cody Rhodes. The you know different things get different pops, and so there's a little bit of everything. And so I think that's that's what's cool and and. It's not built around one guy, you know. It's 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 everybody. If if you have one superstar, but you don't have people to put that superstar over, then he's never gonna rise to where he needs to be. There's competition, um, and so it's it's a cool thing, and it evolves. It's it's always evolving. Yeah, right. That's cool because like I was I was trying to figure out why I really never got into wrestling, and I I look back on it just a quick story. So like there was a kid that lived kitty corner for me that he's like my arch enemy. You know how it was, you always have that kid in your neighborhood. Oh, you that's why hate. you hated wrestling. <laughs> he loved yeah. wrestling. Anyway. So like we were arch enemies from the time we were five until, you know, junior high. Anyway. So like I remember, <laughs> I remember the, the, the Hulk Hogan days, uh, undertaker. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember who else was in it. Like, and that's what I thought was cool until he like started having all the toys and having all the shirts. I'm like, dude, what the fuck Dick? Like, Sorry, yeah. I thought I turned my ringer off. I meant to say what the fuck dick to you, but so I just remember thinking back and like that that's the only reason I can ever think why I never got into wrestling because I remember there was a point yeah. where I was like getting into it because I did have I did have a Hulk Hogan toy and maybe a couple others. But then it, it <clears throat> squashed for some reason. Maybe I got into Legos or Star Wars or something, you know, maybe there was something else that really took over my mind. But I do remember looking back and seeing that I fucking hated this kid. And, <laughs> and he fucking hated me. There's no two ways about it. And we used to, I mean, I mean, it was a fight. Like, he always tried to pull wrestling moves. Whenever we got in fights, he'd pull wrestling moves on me. And then I'd elbow drop him in the face or fucking slam his head into the curb or something. He's like, you can't do that. I'm like, dude, we're not fucking wrestling. What are you talking about? This is disqualified. Yeah, this is not WWF, bro. You can't punch me. He used to use that all the time. You can't punch me. There is no one here but you and I. You can't tell me I can't punch you. Ah. That's awesome. Anyway, so that must be a Utah thing. Cause someone else from Utah told me that one time he got in a fight and told the other guy, all right, no hitting in the face. 
And then he hit him in the face. And I don't know. I just, they, didn't, they didn't say, I'll sue you. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Right. I mean, there was, a, I mean, we did fight a lot. There was a couple times where he kicked my fucking ass because he'd pull wrestling moves and fucking pin the fuck out of me. Like, I remember one time we fought in this church parking lot and he did some fucking wrestling move where he had my fucking legs bent over the back of my head. And I'm like, dude, let me the fuck go. Cause I, <laughs> I must have like, been the lion. I was like, tamer. you better fucking yeah. hit me. I, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, you better fucking hit me because if you, if I get out of this, I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. Leave this to say he let me go and I obviously grabbed the shit mm. out of him, slammed him in the curb and a, like I remember it was icy curbs, it was a little frozen so I smashed him through the ice and he got Jesus. all wet and was crying. He's like, you can't do that and I'm like, I can do whatever the fuck I want and that was the biggest <laughs> battle that we always had between each other because I would not comply with his wrestling yeah. fight. I think you know we what I mean? found a new contender for the 24-7 title. Yeah, there you go. Oh, <laughs> I was just, be defended anywhere. Yeah. Just remember that. There's a... Wrestling is, is hit or miss sometimes, and there's definitely things that are gonna turn you off. Like, they'll do some stuff and it's like, man, that's fucking stupid. That's why we get no respect. Because you they'll, criticize it. Yeah, well, they'll do something on there that's like, why Why would they do that? Uh-huh. Or, um, you know, take things as a joke and... and we always have an opinion, and the, the wrestling fan base is a very angry fan base sometimes if we think we have a better idea than what when and what's there. Um, but, you know, people like Cody and I, we always, we always go back to it, and there's people that definitely get turned off by it, and then that's it you yeah. know like I've outgrown this 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 shit's stupid they're doing yeah. stupid things with these characters I but care it's a for. performance it's I mean this is an ongoing theatrical event that you have to kind of bear yeah. with which you guys have every right to criticize that's what your podcast is about is to look at these things glorify what needs to be glorified and criticize what needs to be criticized am I yeah. correct yeah right that's so, what I like about yeah, good you, guys on you guys podcast though. is it's so fucking deep into that and I'm sitting there going Okay, <laughs> I, I got you get lost in it. You know, yeah, but I mean, I sit there and soak it up, and I'm like, I wouldn't fucking think about like what they're doing backstage or story development or nothing. I'm that's just what it, like, that's what I was show. having respect when yeah. you guys, you guys, I, I kind of see it in your face, like when you guys started talking about the emotional shit that went down last night. Yeah, and just the I'm emotional. I'm not gonna lie. Come when on. Cody and Dustin were fighting at the end. Cody rolled back into the ring and setting up a tag team match with his brother for the next event, and like you could see the true emotion be from both of them because they're legit you know it's not a fake wrestling brotherhood yeah they're legit brothers uh-huh and he starts balling dustin's balling i'm not shitting you i'm like you're i'm recording you're and i was i was getting a lump in my throat because i was like i was fully invested in that match because i go back to when me and my older brother would have trampling wrestling matches those yeah, hell yeah, of course. yeah. and <laughs> you know like it was it was cool. Like, well, that, and that was back so in like, the attitude era, the nineties when it was good. Yeah. Well that, and that's what I'm saying. So anyone who's wanting to <clears throat> sit there and talk shit about a wrestling or about wrestling in general or a wrestling podcast, well shit, at least you're passionate about some people go and start fucking stupid podcasts about game of Thrones. You know what I mean? <laughs> and no one gives a flying fuck about a fucking dragon. And okay. All right. Amelia Clark. I do give a fuck, about her. <laughs> but that's different. Other than that, I don't give a fuck about game of Thrones, but that's me personally. But I'm, I'm extremely interested in wrestling. I just have yeah. never been. I guess I've never had the time. Well, now's a good time to get back into it. I mean, if you want to just well, completely, my little boy, he's he's crazy, dude. So like, that'd be yeah. perfect for him to wrestle. If you yeah. want to stay away from the WWE stuff, just start checking out some AEW. Just just find some stuff on YouTube. There's a lot of stuff I watch on YouTube, like MLW. It's it's. I mean, it's got a TV deal. Um. I think it's on like BN Sports or something, a channel that I don't get. And 
but a lot of their stuff after they debut it on TV, they'll upload it to YouTube and it's, and that's sure some good shit. YouTube I mean, channels. Lucha Brothers are down there, Teddy Hart, Davey Boy Smith Jr. I mean, and it's, they call it a hybrid style because they bring in all these different types of styles mm-hmm. and they don't, they, they don't, don't really take away from your character, kind of. Right. Like they don't. They still let there be character building. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And nobody's really signed exclusively to them. There might be a couple guys, but they still let them go out and do their indie shots wherever they want. You know, AEW, to keep their name going. AEW is coming to TNT in September, right? October. October. Yeah. October. Yeah. I'm fucking excited. Yeah. For that. Wrestling's back yeah. on TNT. Be like, be like, I'm 15 again. Yeah. But what I like about this, and I'm sorry, I keep bringing up AEW. I just been obsessed with it since I've seen it. Is there not a promotion that's been around for years like your WWE or nope, WCW was or TNA? Yeah, they're brand fucking new. Yes, yeah. brand new. They since got January, good. right after Wrestle Kingdom in Japan. But so even by looking just at the pictures of that pay-per-view tonight or last night and comparing it to watching Impact, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, Impact's nothing compared to AEW just yeah, from I'm their like, first These guys night. aren't here to fuck around. They're yeah. here to kick some ass. Well, they got good good financial backing. They're backed by the cons who own the <clears throat> the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, the guys that, that are the executive vice presidents is the Young Bucks, uh, Cody Rhodes, and Kenny Omega, which have a huge following from the independent shows from New Japan Pro Wrestling. And then they have this show on YouTube called uh, Being the Elite, which we watch. It comes out every Monday in the mornings. And so they have a, um, they're in touch with what the fans want. They're and, diehard wrestling fans themselves. They yeah. just happen to do it. And yeah. one of the biggest things like with, with uh, the Young Bucks is they'll get criticized by old school guys like Jim Cornette or something. Like all these guys are killing the business or something. Mm-hmm. And then they turn around and put it on a t-shirt and get a bunch of merch money off of that. <laughs> You know, or, or they'll get... Well, it's uh, all about that almighty dollar, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so... And their Young Bucks are <laughs> self-made. They're originally from California, and they they were actually down in TNA for a minute. For See, that's where I remember them from. They were Generation, Generation Me down me. there. Um, they they've did some extra work for WWE. Obviously, they have the wrestling, the wrestlers in the business, like everybody knows everybody for the most part. Uh-huh. So there's guys that are that work for WWE that are friends with like, say like Cody and the young bucks or Kenny and they stay in tune with each other and they pass each other in airports or whatever and Twitter feuds or whatever, you know, but, um, <laughs> I seen Jericho on Instagram before I came here. Yeah. Feuding already. Yeah. Yeah. Talking he, to Cody road saying, I'm sick of watching these guys pat themselves on the back. And yeah. <laughs> yep. And he, he's, he's been saying that he said it at the show yesterday and, and he's uh, he's he's top notch. He's even when he was with WWE, like he'd come back for for small runs, and he's not one of those that comes in and hogs the spotlight and says, "I you know I've been at the top. I don't need this. Mm-hmm. Give me the money. Give me the titles." He comes in and he'll put dudes over. You know he'll he'll you know help bring up talent, which is great. Right. But also at the same time, what I like about Jericho is he is Jericho in real life. Yeah, he's he's arrogant, fucking cocky. cocky. Yeah, yes. But at the same time, he knows his shit, and he knows he's worth it too. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, 
Yeah, he's got the band Fozzie, which I'm sure you're familiar with. I was and, listening to him on the way over. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, they're going to be in Jackpot here in a couple months, by the way. Fozzie's going to be in Jackpot? Yeah. yeah. They're going to do, oh, there's shit. a radio station up there, Edge something. Edge Fest. Edge Fest. And Fozzie's, I, I don't think they're the headliner by any means, but they they're there. Be. Fuck. Because I was supposed to go see Fozzie last year. And I was about to get my tickets, and then my son ended up having a fight in Arizona like a week before. So I said, all right, skipping Fozzie. Yeah. It's either in June or July, I believe, they're going to yeah. be down there. Oh, shit. i got to look into it. <coughs> it's down there to us. Or down there to them, up there to us. Yeah. It's in between. There you go. But You ever been to Jackpot? Uh, yeah, passed through. Oh, they got a casino there. At least they did last time I was there. They have all these stormtrooper... Uh, yeah, Stormtroopers and Darth Vader and all the that 93? behind Yeah. It's badass. Hmm. Maybe we should go. <laughs> we should. I never hardly Maybe stop in Jackpot. With, with, with Jericho. Fozzie. He would tell us to go fuck ourselves. <laughs> That's okay. He'd say, Maybe who we the can fuck are you guys? Fuck out of here. Maybe we'll get a recording of him tell, telling us to go fuck ourselves. Yeah. And he he's a podcaster too. He does the... Yeah, Talk, talk is Jericho. Jericho. Talk, he was yeah, supposed to do one today, and that's one of the reasons why we were going to get out of Vegas late. But then we got back to the room late again last night, and we were, we were fucking spent. Yeah, we yeah. were all wrestled out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so by the time we got back, we'd both decided, we're like, yeah, we're just going to go hit a few places in Vegas on the way out. That way we can get here at a decent time and then get back to Idaho because... You know, it's a couple hours, and so now you guys are like, "Fuck, we're wrestled out." Now we got to go talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> we got to talk about wrestling, and then we got to uh, go home. What, what was crazy was, you know, we we show up Thursday, and we're seeing all these dudes just walking around being normal, and we're like, "Oh shit!" Like that's so and so, and that's so and so. They're just in there drinking a beer, talking like, and then um, we're all we call it marking out when we're all you know excited mm-hmm. and. Um, and then by Saturday night, we were at this after party and everybody's there. Like a bunch of people are there and we're just kind of just sitting there in the beer line. Like, yeah. And the beer line like, was like a mile long. Yeah. Like, like eh, yeah, fuck it. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were you guys able to meet or able to get any interviews with anybody? Like, no, we didn't try. We were, uh, you know, for we're pretty pretty shy unless we're hammered. Well, I am, um, and, and so are we all. <laughs> I I don't know. I I didn't want to bug any of the guys. Even taking pictures with them, like if unless I seen them doing it with other guys, I didn't want to yeah. want to bug them. You know, I didn't want kind of like to be up there. Hey, what's up, man? Like I'm a big fan. They're like, fuck you. Yeah, because you, know? you see that so much. Like yeah. you've seen it with like WWE talent. You get those people that catch them in the airports and like they're shoving eight by tens in their face and saying, "Here, sign this, sign this." And it's like three o'clock in the morning. And these people are trying to get home. Yeah. So we were yeah. trying to be really respectful. So like for an example, like on the way out of Caesar's Palace last night at one of the bars, Willie Mack was there, a guy we both know and we both like, and he was just sitting there smoking a cigarette, drinking at the bar, and. We just walked up to him and said, hey, Willie, how's it going? You know, shook his hand, you know, took a picture with him, both of us. And and then we just talked to him for a minute. And like yeah, like we were saying, him, hey, Teddy what? Hart, who's a member of the Hart family, mm-hmm. like legit. And like he, he approached, approached us. us. 
Like, oh, no shit. Because he was putting on that independent show down he on He probably Fremont. seen us looking like, oh, look at these fucking losers just but staring me down. Shook our hand. He was, he's, he thanked us. And then we seen Teddy Hart like yeah, a hundred times. And every time we're like, hey, Teddy, how's it going? And he's like, hey, guys, thanks. Real you cool know, dude. Thanks for coming last night. And I think he like might have legit remembered us. Which I is, don't think so. Yeah. But it's you should have like, looked oh, at your number and said, hey, I do a podcast. We need you on. <laughs> I thought about it. And then there were so many times in standing in lines. Like we met other guys that do wrestling podcasts. And we made some like contacts and stuff, you know, to follow them and kind of see what they're all about. And kind of uh, we had some Leo made us up some swag. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had a, a buddy make up a, a, a T-shirt. And, uh, I wore it down one day and I got him one. He wore his down another day. Yeah. Um, like podcast t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I love talking about wrestling and he's the only guy I really talk about wrestling. Cause everybody's like, that shit's fake. Yeah. That shit's gay or, or whatever, you know? And so he's the one who brought up doing a podcast and I'm, well, even someone in this room's started one won't mention any names and I started listening to it and I was like man that sounds like a cool idea <laughs> so I'm so, putting Brandon over right now yeah and Cody's like oh Me? we could do that yeah she ripped off our podcast idea <laughs> <laughs> well so here's a cool story when you guys used to do the radio show here in Ely like there was a couple times where I tuned into it and then even thank you your guys' new one so thank you uh, you know because we appreciate that I've known oh, yeah. Brandon for fuck 20 <laughs> 40 fucking years. Long, time. long fucking time. He ain't even 40 and he knew him 45. He's starting yeah. to meet so many fucking people from back in the day. Right. <laughs> yeah, that left here and yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Old school yeah, friends. Sorry. Yeah, so he wanted to start that and I'm just like, dude, like, we're just a bunch of losers who talk about wrestling. Why would anyone want to listen dude, to that? Dude, we're losers who intervo- interview like great people. Like, you guys are great <laughs> people to us. Like, we're just a couple of losers sitting in, a fuck- in my basement making podcasts. Yeah. Like, but we, how many fucking wrestling fans are there in the world? There's a, there's a lot you got to think about. Well, there's there also a, a shit ton of wrestling podcasts too, yeah, and there's there some is. that are really good, and then there's some like ours that are kind of shitty. No, but hell no, you guys is great. Yeah, yeah I appreciate we'll get you guys better. A shout out. I listened to you guys give us a shout out the other night. That's yeah. pretty bad. Well, yeah. you guys have no, returned the favor. Don't put yourself down, no, man. Dude. You guys' podcast fucking good. You guys know your shit. Well, yeah. Thanks. You guys yeah, are fucking legit. Yeah, just keep rocking it, dude. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get better. I mean. Like, no, but like, that's what we do every day. We just every podcast, we're like, okay, this one's gonna be better than the last one. Yeah, but I mean, you guys are hanging out and you're having fun, though. Right? Yeah, yeah. So fuck, that's all that really matters. Well, that's the only reason I think I, I've kept it going because I've told them I was like, shit, like three people listen to us this week, like. But you know, once once we're in it and we're like talking, like it's it's cool. It's yeah. it's almost like we're just having the conversation. Yeah, talk just about like whatever the car we want, ride down like hours. Of you it. know, and then it's like fuck it. if they listen, to the cool. territory. If not, we're having a good time. Hell yeah. My fucking pod... I got to catch up on a lot of you guys. Is my fucking podcast list is starting to get like my Netflix queue. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> there's a bunch been of shit in here for a year list. and I still haven't yeah. watched it. Yeah. Because, I mean, I know you guys listen to your podcast. Then there's the Mining Minds podcast. I try to keep up with that one, too, that Dino Brunson does. Oh, is that who does that? Yeah, that's who does that. Whoa. And then, uh, plus there's all these other ones in my list that, yeah. you know, I listened to before we started podcasting. Fucking hard to keep up with sometimes. Well, and that's we're getting quite how, a network of other podcasters out there too. So. Oh hell yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of how I 
came onto it. I started listening to podcasts even before like I started listening to your guys's. Like it was all wrestling podcasts. It was yeah. Edge and Christian, Stone Cold <clears throat> Steve Austin. Oh, I tried his. I couldn't do it. I just can't fucking hear his voice. Right. Um, he just doesn't have a Jim Ross. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. then there's just the there's average fans like us that do them. And like I said, some are some are good. And some well, the commentary is best coming from a fan. I mean, to be honest, I mean, so the guys, the guys that are professional wrestlers are having a podcast. I mean, they're always going to probably without having to listen. I'm sure a lot of it's building themselves up and building their character up and whatever network they're with. Right. Or whatever league they're with. So coming from a fan's point of view, you guys are doing the best thing out there for a podcast, especially about wrestling. You know, you're hearing it from the (coughs) guys who are in the street who are going to the conventions, you know what I mean? And laying it out there for them. Yeah. I'm fucking jealous. I wish I could have went there this weekend. Well, it's it cool. They're, so this double or nothing AEW show, it sounds like it's going to be kind of like... A yearly thing. Maybe not their WrestleMania, but it's going to be kind of a yearly thing where they... Every Memorial Day, they do it. So they're going to do double or nothing every Memorial Day. I don't... It's, <clears throat> we it's not official, but... It's, it's not, not official. It's looking like it. sound like yeah. that, yeah. That's fucking weird, because I was even thinking about that today. I was like, man, this thing was so huge. I should do that as their fucking Memorial Day pay-per-view every year. Yeah, yeah. the strip was just littered with wrestling fans. NWO shirts, Bullet Club shirts, I mean, all the AEW stuff. And then they... For some reason, I got a bunch of Golden Knights stuff <laughs> down there. I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> Everybody down there is a Golden Knights fan now. Yeah. Dude, it's fucking crazy down there yeah. with Golden Knights fans. Sorry, don't get me started on that. I'll talk <laughs> Sorry, about that yeah. forever. <laughs> no, there was... Um, so it was crazy. They had this meet and greet. So if you paid for a meet and greet, depending on who it was, like some of those were, were really pricey. And Bret Hart's was like 180 200 bucks. Yeah. That's not too bad. And But there was like... Had to be three to 500 people out there in line to get his autograph and meet him. Yeah, take uh-huh. a picture with him. That's and crazy, because WWE, <clears throat> I know when they're in town for like Raw or SmackDown, they usually have one that's not any money at all, I don't think. Yeah, because, I mean, they pay... So a lot of these guys, even though they were coming in for AEW, a lot of them are still independent guys. So, I mean, they're selling their own merch. I mean, that's how the Young Bucks made it huge. They've sold their own merch for years and made their own stuff. They're like I've said, they're self-made. If you guys really want to check out like some legit guys that did it their own way, self-made, like the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, are the way to go. Like completely self-made. Like that's badass that they made it work though. And yeah. dude, that's hella cool. Before AEW started, it, it's like it was pretty well known that I mean WWE was on the table, and I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure with the success that they had, and the fact that like Triple H and those guys that are hierarchy in WWE, like that call the shots, mm-hmm. like they knew who they were. I mean, they've been pretty popular for at least the last eight to nine years, if not yeah. even before. I'd that. say the last two three years with their YouTube series being the elite, yeah, they've really they taken have off. Though. Just blown through the roof, and then getting Cody Rhodes involved, who left WWE on his own accord three years ago. You know, after his after Dusty died, I mean, he was like, "I want to go out. I want to do my own thing. I'm kind of stagnant here." Uh-huh. And he went out. Really liked what the Young Bucks were doing, and Kenny Omega over in Japan. 
and best wrestler. Just, it was AEW on Jericho's cruise too, right? They're going to be on his second cruise. On the first one, they weren't AEW yet. They were just known as the Elite or the Bullet Club. The yeah, they elite. were still part of ROH, so yeah. Ring of Honor. Ring of okay, Honor. Okay, Ring of Honor guys. That's right. He was doing Ring of Honor guys for his thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I remember someone asking him about it, and they said, "Why don't you get WWE guys?" And he he tried like, well, to. Yeah, he tried to, but then he thought about it again. Kind of thought that you know what, I really don't need him. He yeah. wanted to get the NXT. Guys, he wanted and they the told NXT him no, guys. Yeah, which is kind of their third brand. A lot of them are independent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually were independent. I was at an NXT show once. Oh, were you? Yeah. That's was it cool. back when they were doing like the, the like games and stuff? Or uh, no, they did it before SmackDown. That's when I seen it. So they did the NXT show for an hour, and then they had SmackDown. So because they kind hours. of morphed morphed it when it first started, it was like a it wasn't a game show, but it was like where they brought these older talent or like, older talents out with mentors, uh-huh. and then had the the had supposed tasks. new guys, which Daniel Bryan was one of those because he had just recently came off the indie scene. Or, sorry, Brian, Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. It's one yeah. of those WWE name changes that I don't like. Yeah. Don't get me started on so those. Was, oh. <laughs> don't get me started. Well, then I guess there goes my next question. No, go ahead. So is Dean Ambrose one of those WWE name changes? Yes. So his name is really John Moxley. No, his name's uh, John Good, I believe. John, John Moxley Good? was his character before he, he went, went to, to WWE. WWE. Oh, okay. DW, WWE rebranded him. They own the Dean Ambrose name. So is that a common thing for a wrestler to move from one league to another and change their name? All the time. Yeah. yeah. Unless unless they have a a big following. Like if Mm -hmm. they already have this fan base, recently they'll leave leave them the same. Yeah. Yeah. But if WWE can own it, they'll want to own it. Yeah. Guys like like Hulk Hogan. Another. Yeah. Maybe you know that the answer to this question. Maybe you don't. Just thinking back like these famous guys like Hulk Hogan and the undertaker and things like that. Do these guys own their own rights to their merch? Some of them do. Like yeah. Hogan's got, I think Hogan's deal. He probably worked a deal because yeah. he was so Cause huge. he took it to WCW with him when he went over there and then he's kind of, I mean, that's gotta back. be a huge part of the income for a professional wrestler. Oh, yeah. Hogan's brand is worth. That's what I mean. Millions. Like, these guys, like say these independent guys, yeah. they're Hogan. coming up. They're, they're paying for out of their own pocket, their own merch and having right. their own crew sell these, you know, say their cousin or, or their friend or someone they've hired to sell their merch. Right. Yeah. Right. And that, so that's where they're getting a good chunk of their change. Right. Yep. Yeah. Cause this day and age with YouTube and you know, even big networks going to, to the internet, they're probably not making a lot off of royalties off of the actual show on, on TV. Right. They're making a lot of it from but, their live appearances and from their merch. Yeah, I think they get a contract, and I don't know if there's a minimum or maximum. I'm not exactly sure how they work, but they do get royalties off the merch. So they get, even if, so I think, I could be wrong. I think for Stone Cold, he doesn't own that. Name. Um, yeah, that moniker, even though uh, he he came up with it. With it. Um, and they had some being an employee of a, of yeah. a big network. They so, own his creations. Yeah, but he gets a certain percent. Yeah. So if they sell anything Stone Cold, he still he'll still he'll get, get a, a check in the mail. And then like if they sell like DVDs, like Stone Cold documentaries, or like the best of WrestleMania matches, and him and Rocker on there, like four or five or whatever, he'll get his royalty check. And you yeah, know. what about the name Steve Austin? 
So because that's I, not his real name. No, no, it's actually Steve Williams. Yeah, is his. So I name. think that's that's his. Like he could use it. That's uh, I believe what he was before, and and then he came in as that. But like when he sells his merch on Pro Wrestling Tees, he's got a lot. He's still got like the skull and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's like Broken Skull Ranch, which is his ranch that he yeah. that he's at and stuff like yeah. that. I've seen that show. So so yeah. what about let's just say The Rock. Because he was a, a professional wrestler for so many years, right. and now he's moved in. He's transitioned into the Hollywood lifestyle as far as making movies. I got a story about The Rock when we're done. Okay. So does he still do professional wrestling? Is it something in the in the wrestling fan community? Is he an outcast because he's moved to the Hollywood yeah, thing? He pretty Is much he a just, douche? I mean, I mean, what do you guys think? I don't, I don't know. I, I still pop for The Rock. Like, if he comes on, because he was... I mean, I think he's... He was he's a, a huge part of minus, childhood. Minus yeah. the Tooth Fairy, which my daughter loves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think he's a pretty good actor. I mean, he's yeah. not bad. I mean, he makes he's a great replacement. Oh, he's great, dude. He can do anything. That's, yeah, I mean, he basically took Schwarzenegger's spot. <clears throat> oh, dude, Jinx. Dude, you owe me a Coke. That's what I'm saying. He, he He's a great replacement in action movies for Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's yeah. that big buff fucking dude that's just fucking ripped and can pull it off. And he doesn't have these great acting roles. But just good enough to people go see him. Fuck, he's, he does, he's got dude. He's good. It. Yeah, I miss him as a wrestler, though. So, but so I mean, as a wrestling fan, is he is he a fucking sellout? No, or is he is he cool as fuck? Like, does that give him more credentials? People still pop like crazy when he comes on. Yeah, um, rocks music. Yeah, hits. they'll yeah. go crazy. Oh They'll yeah, just flat pop. Fuck yeah. Even part okay, of that's out, what I'm saying. Because like, I see him in movies, and I'm like, I, I'm I I consider going to see him because it's The Rock. Yeah, you know what I mean. Even though he goes by his. Dwayne Johnson. Thank you. Even though he goes by Dwayne Johnson in the movies, it's still The Rock to yeah. me. And I was never even a huge wrestling fan, I but wish, it's The Rock. You just know him as The Rock. I wish he could have kept that name. Minus starring The, the Rock. Yeah. Well, like his well, first two movies, it was like, it the, was remember Dwayne, the, the, Dwayne, Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Now he's so kind of dropped it. When our old radio show, I, right when we got fired, I was working on a little segment called... Um, the Rock featuring The Rock, and I was I was doing I was clipping in parts of The Rock over the movie The Rock because I wanted to make this fucking cool segment of The Rock featuring The Rock. You know what I mean? Where he replaced Sean Connery. You didn't tell me about this. no because I never got to finish it, dude. You better start that now, dude. I yeah. gotta, I'll finish it up, but I just thought it was cool. Like I clipped in so many pieces, and then there's the whole broadcasting thing where we kind of like, oh shit, are we legal or not? But I was like, dude, fuck it. Yeah. I play I play Forrest Gump shit all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was right in the middle of, I had probably three quarters of it done. It's called The Rock featuring The Rock. And I just thought it was cool. Like, yeah, I don't know. But I, I didn't, I wanted to ask you guys how you feel about The Rock because. No, I, I like personally, yeah, I, I like think his he's movies. Great. I think um, if he comes in in a good role, uh-huh. um, people still gravitate towards him. And I think it's like that with Does any. Does he still do wrestling stuff? Yeah, it's uh, been he a hasn't few years. In a, in a he while. doesn't hit conventions and stuff. He doesn't need oh, to. No, no, no. Well, no. I, I understand he doesn't need to. Yeah. And then that's fine. But is it something that he. he I think he, he still, still loves it. True, okay. Oh, yeah. So he I still mean, holds true wrestling to his heart. A, but with the schedule generation. so busy. like Well, he, yeah, he's yeah. in high demand for movies, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And Cena's getting that way now, too. John Cena. I mean. Yeah, dude. So, like, I loved his role in Oh, he's in, doing in, in, in Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Dude, yeah, no. I've just seen that. that. John Cena's in Sisters. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. <laughs> his role in that fucking movie, he is such a badass. That should have been his wrestling character. What yeah. was the, was it 
called cockblocked or what was it? He's in cockblocked. Yeah, he's in cockblocked. Well, it's he's called in, blocked, but blocked. 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 Okay, cock blockers. Yeah, cockblockers. <laughs> What's the movie with uh, Will Ferrell and uh, uh, Daddy's Home? Daddy's, Daddy's Home. Yeah, yeah. Daddy's Home that. and Daddy's Home too. Yeah. yeah, and then obviously just recently he was in Bumblebee. Yeah. See, I never saw Bumblebee. I, I haven't either. He was in Bumblebee. Yeah. Yeah. He's the lead. Oh, you're right. I think he's yeah, the lead yeah, yeah. actor. Yeah, yeah. See that he's integrating himself so much that the average person's brain doesn't correspond yep. him back to his other roles. Oh, yeah. I got to tell my rock story. Okay. Yes. Okay. So when me and Alan lived in LA, this was in like 2001. Uh, he was still wrestling. I don't. I think he was just barely transitioning into acting. Yeah. He was just barely doing the Scorpion King. So uh, this girl I was dating at the time worked on the Tonight Show, and she got us on that day. And we were just in awe because we were backstage. Leno said hi to us. Uh, Kevin Eubank said hi to us. Um, we met uh, Danny Bonaducci, Florence <laughs> Henderson. Damn. I mean, shit crazy? was getting crazy. And for the show, the guests were Pamela Anderson, The Rock, and The Deftones. So she came out, did her thing. Then we watched The Gino Rock. Reno. <laughs> and then uh, then we watched The Deftones. And they played Digital Bath. Hell then. yeah. So anyways, then we were sitting in the very front row. This is where the special people got to sit. Well, a few people didn't show up for their seats, so we got to sit front row at the Tonight Show. After the show was over, uh, a lot of people went backstage, and we were a couple of them who could. And then I got separated from her and my friend. I'm like, where the fuck? And I turn around, and I run right into somebody, and it was the fucking rock. Like, I literally (laughs) just ran right into him. Wow. And it's like, oh, excuse me, and then just kind of like moves me to the side and keeps walking. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Dude, I did the same. I mean, you heard my Deftones story. I think I told it a couple times Uh -uh. with Chino Marino. I I saw him live in Salt Lake. It was at classic skating. I'm walking out of the bathroom. Like I just got done taking a piss. I'm like zipping up my fly and I turn around and I run face to face, nose to nose with Chino Marino. Oh shit. I'm like, holy fuck Chino. And he's like, what up, dude? And he gives me the bro hug, and I'm like, still zipping up my zipper. I'm like, <laughs> you know, you that, want your boner to pop out. Yeah, like, right. I almost slapped him in the face with my that cock, mic, bro. I almost All slapped right. him in the forehead with my dick. Like, <laughs> it was so close. Sorry, just corresponded to your story. It was funny. Yeah. It's like, come on, let's touch the pelvises together. No, not <laughs> quite that yeah. much. It was kind of the leaned over bro hug because we were still kind of in the bathroom, and he's like, okay, there's only so much that can go on right here. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Anyway, cool. you got to touch yourself and hug Chino at the same time. That's awesome. I guess yeah, that's I a good way to put it. Did that with RVD <laughs> at the bathroom. You probably did. Dude's got to pee. I mean, you know, you're just not telling us. Small you know give you shit. Yeah, it's all right. So you ran into RVD in the bathroom. You ran into Chino in the bathroom. You get any? Uh, I don't have any bathroom stories. <laughs> sorry, guys. The only one I got is when I was in MI. Dave Lombardo, Slayer's drummer, <clears> was doing a. Uh, Oh, what do you call it? He was he was doing kind of like a, a clinic. That's what it was. Uh-huh. Anyways, and it was for the drummers only. And then anyway, so I'm kind of like peeking in, looking. And then I go to leave. And uh, I can't remember why, but I turned around. And all of a sudden, door flies open. This guy runs right out and fucking runs into me. He's all, oh, sorry, man. Hey, where's the bathroom? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. it's down the hall. <laughs> Like, right to your left. He's, oh, okay, thanks. And Tom was like, fucking Dave Lombardo just ran into me and asked me, where's the bathroom? Hell That's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. I gave him direction in life. <laughs> he almost pissed on me. Very well could have. <laughs> you should have slowed him down. Just like, I don't know. Oh, I need you, to talk. You know who we've seen down there, too? Um, the D's Nuts guy? 
The dude oh, with the, really? the big teeth. Yeah. He was, he was at there. the independent show. Yeah, he was at the it. independent show. Really? And he had... <laughs> He had a yeah. There was yeah, some he went, he went up to some dude. I got sure. a video. I'll show you guys later. He went up to some dude to shake his hand, and so the dude goes to shake his hand, and he grabs his nuts, and he says, "These nuts." These and walks nuts. away. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah. He the the actual D's nuts guy is different than the actual guy that filed to run for president in 2016, right? Or was yeah. he the dude? Wasn't that a high school kid? I don't know. Some dude who had like enough money to apply. For the actual presidential election, thing. no, it wasn't the same dude. I think it was some kid. I don't know. Someone applied as D's nuts to be the president. <laughs> God, and our, so- awesome. our society would have fucking voted for him too. Right? Yeah, well, right. he didn't make it very oh, far, shit. obviously, but I think I might have voted for him. The Illuminati wasn't going to let that happen, right? <laughs> There's 13 families that run the world. Don't forget. Hey, I need to catch up on your guys' stuff. I'm into that. That conspiracy paranormal type shit. Like I was listening to. What- we got an episode coming up, dude, that you'll like. That I I just brought up to Brendan the other night. That the moon is not actually real. Oh fuck! And that's the reason we, we don't go to the moon no more because it's actually a. Were we ever a, there? Well, no. Hold on. <laughs> this is the thing. So I mean, you, you you can look different ways of whether we are there or not. But the fact of whether the moon is actually a celestial body. It's actually like like a Death Star space station, yeah. according to this theory. It's it's an actual cool, interesting theory. And you think about it, it's cool because like the way the size of the moon versus every other moon in every other galaxy that we can observe is seven hundred times larger than any other satellite around a planet. Hmm. So w- you listen up, dude. We're going to cover listen. that. We're going to cover no, that topic, so like, dude. It's just not the biggest fucking moon. That's all. Yeah, because we always have the <laughs> Fuck you, cojones. aliens. Our moon's <laughs> bigger than yours. But that's that's part of the theory. I used the to watch. we don't go to the moon because we went to drill and started hitting plate steel and titanium. And that's what they they said. We we're drilling, but you know this isn't stuff that's naturally found on Earth. Why is it found on the moon? Yeah. Wow. We'll go into it. We'll go into it. You'll like it. Yeah, yeah mainly those ones where we start talking all this crazy shits when it's just me and him. Dude, yeah. and that's, no, that's that's all our that's all our, our I, when we don't have a guest, we we try to pull all of our conspiracies. That's shit. the first one I listened, uh the, the it's like uh Brendan Kevin B S, the Skinwalker Ranch one. Yeah. Oh, yeah and yeah. I was so intrigued, I went and downloaded the book. You know, Did like, you? yeah, yeah. Like it's uh um It's crazy, right? It's crazy, yeah. But I like listening to stuff like I, I used to watch ancient aliens when it first started mm-hmm. coming out and then it just became this thing where it's like they're just digging for bullshit now. No, no, no. Like, yeah and that's where we try to stay away from is the digging for bullshit we yeah. want to talk about the the overall story of the crazy shit and then we stop we're like yeah. okay because like, we really I'm not going to spend my time looking at all this conspiracy shit that we there's really no way to prove it and there's no way to disprove it so we just talk about it and go okay that's it fuck it I just we're fucking done. get caught up in YouTube or no I found another podcast it was a paranormal podcast. It was on that PodCoin. Did you get my message about that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I was listening to it on PodCoin, and this guy started going off on how Britney Spears is supposedly a clone, and the real Britney Spears is dead. Yeah, we talked about that. And then there's the there's the theories of, <laughs> of Avril Lavigne being replaced by a fan. She supposedly died. Yeah. And I've heard that a, one. Yeah, yeah. We so, got to go into the Paul McCartney one. Oh, oh there is the same thing. Yeah, huh? he's replaced Paul by is a dead. Fan. You know, the one I actually think might have been replaced is Michael Jackson, because holy fuck, that was a transformation. (laughs) Did you ever ever see the robot chicken with that? Uh, No, I didn't. They had this robot chicken where Michael Jackson's out talking to fans and, hey, I'm Michael Jackson, you know. Anyways, all of a sudden this fucking UFO lands and the door opens and it's fucking 80s Michael Jackson there. He's all, don't listen to him. The aliens kidnapped me and replaced me with a white Michael Jackson. And everybody's kind of like, 
oh, that makes sense. <laughs> and they have this fucking dance-off battle, and they end up killing each other. Oh, but God. But the 80s Michael Jackson and the white Michael Jackson going at it. It's fucking funny. Dude, have you ever heard that joke about since Farrah Fawcett and Michael Jackson died the same day? Uh-uh. So, anyway, so Farrah Fawcett died the morning... That, yeah. that Friday morning or whatever it was. Like an hour later or something. Yeah, yeah. So she goes to heaven and she's standing at the pearly gates and they say, well, you did such great things as one of the Charlie's Angels and you were such a great actress doing everything you did. We're going to give you one wish. What would that be? And she says, I want all the little boys in the world to be safe. So what did God do? He killed, he killed Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, my wife started watching that Neverland Ranch show. I need Did to. she? Oh, said it was that fucked one looks up. good. But you're going to have to find it on YouTube or something because HBO is going to pull it. I don't know if they already did. Or I still have my gonna... subscription. I, I got it again for Game of Thrones, but I can't. Sorry, I talk it. shit on Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, I've just never fine. seen any of it. It's fine. I, I'm, I, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm not going to lie. My wife and I had a discussion yesterday and we're like, all right. Now, when Game of Thrones comes out on like the complete series on DVD where everything's released, we have to buy it and watch it. So that's how I started it. Is I it? started it. Just a couple months ago, I, I got the series. I watched it all, and I was like, well, that's pretty fucking cool. I'll watch that last season. And You know what's got me intrigued over everything is this conspiracy and the argument over the last final episode of you know yeah, how there's like too much silence. After Peter Dinklage walks around, and he's like silent, and they're like, why is he silent? Well, you know, it's war. And apparently another, I don't know, I, again, I'm not a... Game of Thrones fan another queen was walking around in her episode maybe it was the episode before where she's like confused and just silent I'm ex- I'm totally enthralled with why these people are walking around in silence during war well I, I know why they're silent because I mean obviously war was stricken anybody to shut your fucking mouth you know so I'm I'm enthralled to see what the fuck happens and I saw a recreation that Brendan showed me last night during oh, our live yeah. show where they took the last episode and took, replaced. No, it's every, not the last episode. Oh, that's just a, replaced a, that's an epi- a different episode. one of the episodes. Sorry. Replaced every sword with a lightsaber. <laughs> oh shit. So it was where, uh, I, I don't know if it was one of the white walkers or the evil King or whatever he was has like this spear and he fucking throws it. And it's a dragon double, and yeah. it goes Darth to black Maul. after that. That's what scene it was. Oh, okay. But they turned that into a double bladed red lightsaber. He throws that. And I think it's Jon Snow is fighting everybody with a blue lightsaber. Yeah. It's fucking pretty badass. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I got to watch. I, I I have to watch it. I'm I'm down to watch it. I'm I'm not. I haven't been up on it. Yeah, but it's I mean, cool it's to watch good. back now. I mean, it you know like where we live today with social media, everybody's got an opinion. Everybody thinks it's like, oh, they should have done the, like you know. It's kind of like us with wrestling. Yeah, they should have done it like this, but just enjoy what's out there. You yeah. know, like that's there's going to be that's other what, stuff. That's and, the same thing that goes into all the conspiracy like, theories the and all sh- the shit about Star Wars. I'm like, you know what? Be appreciative and fucking be grateful yeah. that it's in front of you. Like well, the shit you've done it? No, you couldn't have done hey. it. So just well, fucking be If you be don't like it, you don't have to watch it. Exactly. Don't fucking watch. Right. So on your guys' sorry, I'm I'm no, you're good. Rambling, Let's go like, off on tangents. Your, your guys' Star Wars episode I listened to it. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh fuck. That's fucking awesome. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> but uh Thank you. Uh the last one, the last one you uh the the last Jedi. Uh-huh. So here's what happened. I, I got into Star Wars late. As a kid, I never watched it. Okay. Right? And then- Well, you're uh, 30, so you're 99. Yeah, so you were coming yeah. up on the, the I was coming the up reboots. on the episode one. So, so you're in the prequel era. Yep. Yeah, which I didn't- I didn't. I, I remember watching The Phantom Menace like the first night it came out, because it looked cool. And then I started- I watched all the, the older ones, and it's been recreated so many times since with- Yeah. 
Anakin getting put in there and, right. and stuff like that. But uh, I was really looking forward to The Last Jedi. And we were in Mexico when it came out. Uh-huh. And so I avoided as much as I could on the internet because uh, I had really high hopes. And I come back like two weeks after it's been released. I go watch it the day after I come back. And I don't know if I'd overhyped it myself, but I was disappointed the first time I watched were it. Were you? Yep. The reason for it, I felt like there was so much after The Force Awakens for it to to pay off. Like They intrigued you with like who's Ray's parents. And they're like, oh, they're just a bunch of nobody. in the dick. Yeah, yeah. They're like, and they're oh, like, this is who it is. Snoke. No. Snoke was a legit badass. It's like, who's Snoke? Like, is he someone from the past? Did he train someone from the past? Like, what's the connection there? Oh, let's just slice him in half and not tell anybody what he did. Yeah, yeah. I oh, I follow you. Those big ones is what kind of overall the movie was was fine, but I was just like, oh man, they're gonna. And here comes the fucking critic in the wrestling <laughs> podcast, man. No, no, I'm just kidding. I just Anyways. got to say, fuck Disney. <laughs> right? Just waiting for that. I, I, so I, I gotta, I'm just so, I'm just so grateful. I don't know how this reboot's going to be of the next series yeah, of Star yeah. Wars. It's supposed with to take the Game of Thrones place guys. like a thousand years before, so it's supposed to be like Knights of the Old Republic shit. And that's yeah. that's fine. I, I I'm ex- I'm in, I'm excited to see what it's going to what route it's going to take. So what do you think? Because I think the trailer was released after you guys' podcast, where they have. Palpatine laughing in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like that. That re- that reiterates Rob Ferrari's theory of that she's you know she's a Palpatine. Yeah, you know that raise a Palpatine. I don't know. That would be awesome. How cool would it be? I don't know. I don't know where it's gonna go. I'm super excited. This December's gonna be very interesting. But they say the whole theory where she's a Kenobi. I'm like, well, that would make her older than Luke. Well, unless he was getting some young Tang, dude. I mean, maybe he, you know, maybe on Tatooine he was getting some. The last some thing shit he did before around. he res- uh, rescued Luke from the Sand People is he got done fucking some bitch. And that's the like, reason right, he was out here. That's the reason he was out there in that canyon that day because he was out walking that that hooker home. <laughs> I don't he's know. Out behind a rock, giving it to her. And yeah, he's, he's all, like, oh shit, look at that kid. Like, I oh my go god, holy shit! Is that I'm gonna make these Fuck, fucking be elephant noises. Him. I was supposed to be watching him, but uh, I just got some fucking hooker tang. Yeah, so I've got a little confession. Yeah. I have seen one Star Wars movie, The Empire Strikes Back. Like, oh, at least you way saw it. Way back one. in the day. Yeah, at least you saw Empire. <clears throat> but I know, like, I listened to your guys' May the 4th episode because <laughs> I knew it was going to be good because <laughs> you guys are Star Wars marks. And we had heard of them. <clears throat> he called us Star oh, Wars man. marks. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but, yeah, I was... Yeah, I, those guys are lost. Pretty <laughs> yeah, see, cool just too. like I am with when you, when you guys are talking with wrestling, I'm lost. But right. I want to I want to stay intrigued. Just like you listen to the start, you know, the May the Fourth episode. Yeah, like, yeah. I gotta stay with it. I gotta I gotta hear what's going on. Yep, that was a fucking fun night. Oh my god, <laughs> that was that was crazy. Yeah, it sounded like a lot of fun. Like I said, I was telling Leo we he need to make a drinking like, game. Hey, you need a you need to listen to that episode because. <laughs> They talk about Star Wars and you're a fucking geek. So you like it. <laughs> and I says, if you can count how many times Brendan says, fuck Disney. Yeah. It's like a drinking game. You got to take a shot. Yeah. yeah, Right. So, and he, he doesn't yeah. say it right away. So I'm listening and I'm like, he doesn't even it took say a little that. bit. Yeah. And then it's like, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> yeah. You got like five right in a row. That's I don't for sure. remember. <laughs> then there was yeah, like three or four sporadics in there. What else sci-fi are you into? You watch Star Trek at all? Uh, no, I've, I've watched the, the reboots, like the movies. Uh-huh. Um, but no, I, 
I don't know. J.J. Abrams did a good job with them, right? Yeah, I thought so. I Me still too. hadn't seen the last one they did. Not just, I, not because I didn't want to. I just haven't got to. I think it's on. Well, it used to be on Netflix. So my favorite one, and it, it, it's not everybody's favorite, is that the second one they did, Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah, yeah. Con. Yeah, I just I thought they were good. I just thought it was well done. Well, because they're doing a new series yeah, that's Picard. a spinoff of the Next Generation, and it's about Picard. Yeah, I hadn't. I wanted to start watching it, but it wasn't available. Well, I couldn't find it when I was. I, I don't have cable and stuff, so I, was, I couldn't get a hold of it. Which one? The new one they just did. Isn't oh, Discovery. Des- yeah, Discovery. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that's on CBS All Access. Yeah. So you can't even watch it on CBS. You need to download the app and watch it. Okay. And see, I got into the first episode, and I thought it was good, but at the time, my internet was so shitty, it it's took taking- me like two hours to watch an hour episode, because yep. uh, it would buffer. And, mm-hmm. and then ever since I got it again, I just haven't been able to pick it up. Yeah, I haven't watched Discovery either. <clears throat> but it's the only series that they do where it's the captain isn't the main character. It's the first mate of the ship, or first officer. Yeah, yeah first officer. Yeah, because they had Captain Lorca in the first season, who's actually the bad guy, I think. Mm-hmm. And then this season, it's Captain Pike, who is that guy from the new movie. Well, he's the original uh, Enterprise captain. Gotcha. And so Cody's over here kind of like... <laughs> Talk to him about NASCAR. Oh, God. I don't know nothing about NASCAR, though. About Dale Earnhardt Jr. (laughs) Oh, he's all right. He's got a podcast that's actually pretty good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Who was it? Was it Earnhardt Jr.? He was just on Rogan. Yeah, he's did Rogan. Yeah. And then uh, Danica Patrick. I listened to her, too. She has a podcast? No, no, no. She was on Rogan's podcast. Oh. She was interesting to listen to. She don't know dick about cars. No, <laughs> but she makes a point though. I won't. I don't need to know a shit about them. I just drive them. That's true. Most Perfect. most drivers in the like Are circuit not mechanics, don't. Yeah, yeah. There's a few that really know like the in 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 and outs of like setups and stuff. But no, you ever I feel make like it to the races start in a Vegas NASCAR then? package or podcast? You ever make it to the the NASCAR yeah, races I, in Vegas? Yeah, I've been to four or five of them in Vegas, and then two in Phoenix. Nice. I went to two. In when I was in college in Vegas, when they first built the racetrack, I mean, right. they just opened. The, I went the very first year and the second year. Yeah, the reason I went because back in the day, well, I don't know if they still do it, but they used to have cigar tents and cigarette tents, and you could go through and take their little tours and you get a free carton of cigarettes. So it was mm. super. Oh, easy probably way. when they were sponsored by Winston. Yeah, I got Winston's and Doral's. Oh, okay. I don't know who yeah, drove for Doral or whatever, but I, yeah, I got know. free cigarettes. That's all I cared about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vegas is something else. Right? It's yeah. a whole different level. It changes man. every time I come, too. Like, Just, I, I came in March, and it's changed since then. Like yeah. They're always the, building new shit. Yeah. First time going down to... Did you guys see the new uh, Raiders... Uh, oh yeah, stadium. we drove right yeah, by. We drove it. by it today. It's pretty yeah. pimp, right? Leo didn't care. I was like, "Hey, so check it out. It's Raider Stadium." He's like, "Fuck this." See, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan. football fan either, but I'm so <laughs> stoked that Nevada finally got a team. Yeah, yeah me too. You know That's what I mean? Cool. And I've yeah. always been a I, and I'll say it to the day I die. I've always been a Raiders fan, and I I love it. People are like, "Oh, you're just a Raiders fan because you know Nevada finally got a team." Fuck you. I'm an old school Bo Jackson fan. Are you kidding me? When he was playing <laughs> for the Kansas City Royals, yeah, he sucked. But guess what? I was still a fan because I was a Bo Jackson fan. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. No, and it's weird. It's like, die hard. I like had I, a poster of a Bo Jackson playing for the Raiders and playing for the Kansas oh, City Royals. Dude. I think a yeah. lot of people had that back in the day. I even had Hell that. Hell yeah. Bo like, was a shit back then, man. Dude. 
Bo don't know wrestling, though. Bo don't know. Bo don't know wrestling. Yeah. Bo don't know. <laughs> he says he does, but he don't. Yeah. Did he try to get her into wrestling? I don't, I don't know. There's oh, been okay. I just, I just wanted to know if there so. was something I didn't know about Bo. There's a lot like, of football players that go into wrestling. In fact, you remember uh, Mungo McMichael, right? Right. He was, he was part of the Four Horsemen. I worked with his nephew. His nephew was my no boss in way. Vegas. Really? Wow. Yeah. He was telling me all sorts of stories about him drinking with Ric Flair and Mungo and all them. Yeah. Arn Anderson. I was like, no fucking shit. Wow. That's badass. That's crazy. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> this was actually the first time I'd have... Growing up here in Nevada, it's kind of funny that I'd go to Vegas probably just as much as anybody else did. Like, uh-huh. um, I'd never been down the Fremont Street. This was my first time. Really? In like fucking 36 years. Dude, I finally Fremont's went. cool, man. It is a it is. fucking freak show, though. <laughs> I was, was kind of, I'll, I'll, I'll admit, I was kind of like half this is worried that I was going to get shanked seen, in a bathroom. They had the... <laughs> <laughs> Probably RVD. RVD's like, there's a dick. whole <laughs> <laughs> RVD's dick. No, there was uh there was a good Charlotte concert. <laughs> and he's doing this while he's shanking him with the dick. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> RVD. <laughs> there was a good Charlotte show that night, and so they had a bunch of walking sections blocked off and there stuff. was actually people that showed up for that? Oh, there was a shit ton of yeah. people. I was surprised. Huge turnout. <laughs> yep. So fucking yeah, there's always something to do down there. Yeah, that, that, but that Vegas is always hopping, dude. But that city yeah. is growing so much. Yep. There are so many fucking rock stars that live there now. It's not even funny. Like I was texting you. Vegas is definitely you, the new LA. Yeah, it is. Corey Taylor was at the pay-per-view last night too. And oh yeah, I seen that. Yeah, he, he was I think there he with got camera time too. He probably did. Yeah. Um, uh, he lives there. Vinnie Paul lived there before he died. Um the singer of uh, Mudvayne and Hell Yeah, Chad Gray, he lives down there. Uh, and then, uh, and then uh, Lena Scissorhands, we just interviewed her last week. Mm-hmm. She, right. she down lives there. down there. It's fucking insane. How so many rock stars you might get a kick out of this, Brendan. So we're at the SCU All Night Party, which they're a wrestling faction. Okay. SoCal Uncensored, SCU, uh, made up of a couple guys. Um, Frankie Kazarian, who actually plays in a band, it's called Gutter candy? Yeah. No shit. Yes. They're not terrible. I mean, no, they, they do some they covers of some like some eighties stuff. Kazarian's in a band, huh? Yeah. I didn't know that. He is um and then Scorpio Sky's the other one. Probably don't know much about him. He's kind of new, not new to the scene, but kind of not mainstream. Yeah. Just and the then top. Christopher Daniels, if you remember the TNA stuff. Oh yeah. Fallen Angel Christopher. He's yeah. in SCU. Yeah. They're both in I thought they were both in AEW as well. They yeah, are. They so are. okay, yeah. So SoCal Uncensored is in AEW. So, um, so the SCU All Night Party started off with the first band that was doing music was the LA Guns. Oh, is that who you sent me? Did I send you that? You sent me a video. Was yeah. that the LA Guns? Did you send it? I didn't, I didn't send. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay. sent Somebody sent video. you a video of the LA Guns at Star. It was last night. Uh, it was, uh, were you guys that song? They only did three. No, we no. weren't even at, we, we were, were fucking, so fucking waiting tired. in the line for, <laughs> couldn't even hour, get beer. Couldn't even get a beer. Yeah. Let me see. You guys need to start packing flasks. I don't remember man. if I yeah. sent you anything from last night. No, there's actually. Or no, no, wait. You posted it on Facebook and you oh, tagged me in it night. is what it was. Oh, no. That was, that was Frankie's uh, band. That was Frankie's band. Okay. Cause you never said anything back. I was like, what the fuck? Who's no, this? So that <laughs> night at the jam session, okay. yeah, I was fucked up. Yeah, we were pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah. It was a, it was a long walk back to the hotel because yeah. we stayed at Hooters that night. 
And uh, where was this at? It was uh, Tuscany, Tuscany Suites. Where's Tuscany Suites? Like down past Bally's and Harris, down yeah, like, like going back blocks. towards the college. Like Holy UNLV. shit! You walked from there? Yeah. yeah. Well, it looked a lot closer, man. We thought about it. It was Uber's our first cheap, night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we were still fresh. We still had fresh legs, but every other time, then it was the bus pass down from like <laughs> Tropicana to Caesars to go to Starcast. Yeah. And it was a good time. And then Backstreet Boys closed out the show, just in case you guys were wondering. Nice. Backstreet. We weren't back. there. We, oh, right, we left. Right. <laughs> well, that's one of the shows Jay was at last night. They had like Tiffany, New Kids on the Block. Uh, I want to say like Backstreet Boys something. I don't remember. They had a lot of fucking bands playing like a five co- five group concert. It was hmm. like a 90s rewind or something. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the Backstreet Boys. It was them singing Backstreet Boys songs. Oh, I heard those guys in the <laughs> fight shop. Wrong. We laughed. We laughed. Yeah, we laughed. And then this I'm morning. I so fucked up. I thought you were the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> and then we went to the. And Leo waits. He waits, though. That's the funniest part. He sits back with his arms folded. He's like, you motherfucker. Yeah. Like, so we went to the Las Vegas fight shop this morning down at the outlets. And there were some guys that had been at StarCast. And they said how kind of lame the SCU all night party was. Because when we were there, we were we were like, pretty it was, tired. It was cool. I, I'm, it was awesome. But we were, like I said, we were wrestled out. We got there and we're just, we'd gotten like six hours of sleep the last two days. And we're just, I got like six, seven blisters on my feet. I was done. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like it's just a fucking giant wrestling fest. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it is. It was. That sounds fun. I had texted fun, my wife. Just She was like, How, so how's it going? How's it going down there? And I'm like, good. I was like, just so you know, I'm not the biggest fucking nerd here. Yeah. There's <laughs> dudes like, walking Yay! around in full cosplay get up, like yeah. Kenny Omega outfits with the <laughs> yeah. IWGP belt. And I'm like... Okay, but, we're not it, that bad. Yeah, it's cool though because you know we, we, you know, it's part of being a wrestling fan. Like right. you just embrace it. People are always like, "Oh, that shit's stupid." We had a this, lot this of great conversations. You know, giving a shit. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. Like I, I'm still a wrestling fan, but you get there and then you you see people that you know go through the same stuff as as you. Like, yeah. oh yeah, my my one buddy. We talked to the dude from Denver. He's and he was telling me that his buddy that was his his wrestling buddy that mm-hmm. they would talk wrestling. Like died a year ago, so he came up by himself, and so oh, it's kind of yeah, like you got your wrestling buddies. Like this is the only dude. Well, I, I talked to another guy, but that we really talk wrestling because it's kind of, you know. Well, it's uh, underground. I mean, it's one of those things that yeah, yeah like but, you said, pe- there are people that are like, I don't want nothing to do with it. It's fucking fake. It's stupid as fuck. Right. But like, then seriously, what do I want to? Watch? A bunch of fake wrestling guys, like, yeah. playing with each other. But one of the best things wrestling there is... around in their underwear. <laughs> you're sitting there with... Uh, there's <laughs> there's dudes in line and, you know, they're passionate and they're talking, oh, yeah, yeah. remember this? Remember when he worked here or worked there? And it's, it's there's cool. There's no difference than me and Brendan sitting in this fucking room talking about Star Wars or yeah. fucking Star Trek. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a passion. It's it's And it's entertainment. That's the cool thing about wrestling. Like, these guys have stayed with it. Like, think about it. God. Quote, unquote, fake wrestling. But it's still real because they're still slamming each other on the ground. I don't care how you look at it. Yeah. It might when, be staged. It might be rehearsed. But it's still an entertainment. When yep. Mick Period. Foley fell off the top of the hell in the cell, tell me that was fucking fake. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not that familiar with that. Fake. I don't know what that means. You've never seen oh, that? Man. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, dude, I got to show this to you. hell in the cell. So, and then he came through the cage after Taker choke slammed him, and that yeah. actually wasn't supposed and to. Is this like a levitated or, or like a lifted stage? It's like or twenty here, dude, feet put, in put there. Your laptop up, okay? Yeah, just fucking go to YouTube. 
I've went back since getting the WWE Network. Uh, just went back and lots of watched a lot of old classic like Monday Night Nitros and yeah. Uh, I went recently went back and watched the one that I went to back in '97. So this is Sting coming down from the rafters. Uh, you know, full crow Sting yeah. face and yeah. Laying out the NWO every week, and I, me and my brother were like nine rows back in Nitro at the MGM Grand, which is where we were at last night. And what am I looking up? Um, just look huge. up uh, Hell in a Cell, Mankind versus Undertaker. It'll come up. Oh, yeah. The one I showed my son recently, and I remember seeing this on TV, and I wasn't even watching wrestling that night. I was just flipping through the channels because I remember... On my old TV, uh, USA was channel 17 and TNT was channel 30. Yeah. And so I go to USA and Vince is talking to Shane McMahon on Nitro. Oh. And then I'm like, what the fuck? And I change it to WCW and Shane McMahon's talking to Vince. The night they took over. On Raw. Yeah. Yep. The last night. I was like, what in the fuck? Oh, here it comes. I'm not playing any audio because we don't have any clearance. Nah, you don't need it. I if you get the chance, play the audio and listen to Jim Ross yeah, repping sure. the Jim Ross shirt right now. Just turned up a little bit. It's all right. It's his his calls are freaking awesome. Hmm. Well, yeah, look how high up they are, though. Yeah. This is back Attitude Era time. Yeah. No, yes, but and there's you know. the chair. Is this the beginning? Yeah, it's still it's got like a away. Yeah. Well, I can't see it from here, so I'll just go watch. Dude, Jim Ross has still got it too. He was good at AEW, calling the matches. Totally sounded like you said, it makes the hair on my dick stand up. <laughs> he might have said that. This is, this is the attitude there. <laughs> yeah. like same thing, too. They said a lot of weird oh, shit. See the cage? It's starting to... And none of that shit's supposed to happen, actually. Yeah, it's supposed to be all secure, right? right? Yeah. Right here. This isn't even the beginning of the match. Yeah, it is. They, they started yeah, it on so, the cell. On top. Yeah, they started on the cell, oh, okay. and here I it remember. comes right here. here. It is. Watch this shit. Oh, he threw him off. Yeah, Holy shit. landed on the announce table. The poor Spanish announce table. That is yeah. like the most destructed thing in wrestling. I know. They the always WWE do it. is fucking racist. It's always the, the Spanish. They announce never table. do the German announce table or the Japanese announce table. It's always, no, it's a always the Spanish Mexican announce one. <laughs> and every time they're like, ay, ay, ay. <laughs> what the fuck, amigo? Come on, what are you doing? So, I mean, tell me that's fake. No, I mean, that that obviously wasn't even rehearsed. No, you. How do you I mean, reverse that? Totally he broke un- half his ribs during that match. He busted a tooth that went through his nasal passage and ended up in his nose. Yeah. Oh my god. So if if you, I'm sure there's a there's an audio book. Um, I haven't read all of his, but Mick Foley has one called "Have a Nice Day." Uh huh. And he goes through all his stuff in WCW and Japan and stuff. They oh. used to slam each other on like uh, boards that had C4 underneath them. They're like yeah, death his, matches, uh, barbed wire. So- just he lost his Japan. ear in a match. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, with and Vader. Kept with wrestling. Vader. Yes. So, just give me a, 
a little backstory with the Japanese stuff. It's not like sumo wrestling. It's no, there's a whole different ball game with, with the Japanese stuff. Yeah. So obviously that's, you guys keep bringing it up. Like explain a little bit of the Japanese wrestling to me. So it's more, it's, 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 in it's hard hitting. <laughs> no shit. Sherlock. So God, like, I'm glad you're in here right now. Like the you're new welcome. Japan, the, the strong style is what uh-huh. they call it. It's hard hitting. It's, um, a there's, yeah, there's, there's headbutts. There's kicks to the face. They they're connecting. You okay. know, it's it might not be. I'm gonna knock you out, but it's they're connecting. They're you can. People are leaving with visual bruises. Uh, like they I mean, they're getting a black eye. They're getting. I mean, they, they're getting they get socked in the jaw. Yep. Well, like yesterday, uh, they weren't. Um, when Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega wrestled yesterday, uh-huh. Kenny Omega left with a broken nose. Which obviously wasn't supposed to happen, but but still, it's yeah. connecting. It's it's actually he wrestled the whole match with a broken nose. Damn, yeah, it happened pretty early. Well, yeah. not I don't know that, when but, it happened, but, but that tells you, like, yeah, you guys can. I mean, any, not you guys. Anyone out there in the world can say wrestling's fake as you want. Yeah, but dude leaves with a broken nose. That wasn't rehearsed. And he yeah. knew he was yeah. not supposed to go home with a broken nose. Now, you know, yeah. another instance that happened just not too long ago, two three years ago. Um, uh, Finn Balor in WWE. Uh-huh. Uh he he went on to become the first ever universal champion. He was wrestling Seth Rollins. Well, he took he took a bump, he took a, a power bomb and it, it knocked his shoulder out of his socket. So he's sitting there and he said he popped it back in. Ooh. Kept it wrestling. shows it on feels, TV. Oh my kept God, wrestling feels. and it popped out again. And so he's like <laughs> he's like something's not right and he so he tore up all this yeah, and he was out for a while. And yeah. but he finished the match, he won the match. Damn. And then they went and checked him out and said, yeah, you just tore up all of this shit right here. You're, you're, out you're, yeah, you're, you're done. done. Wow. Yeah. I, I watched the one way back when, when it was Triple H and uh, Chris Jericho having oh, it. Oh, his quad. quad. Yeah, and he ripped his quad. Oh. And he still took the walls of Jericho on yeah. the table. <laughs> like they, they but just I remember him just suddenly yeah. screaming like, oh, fuck. So fuck! have you guys ever seen, uh, you can look it up later, there's a, a Royal Rumble match where the last two entrants are Batista and John Cena. Mm-hmm. And so on the Royal Rumble match... Was for this those, a recent one? It was like 2006. No, back. Yeah. Yeah, like oh, 2006. Okay. A little older. Um, the, the, it's 30 dudes. Not all of them are in the ring at the same time, but you get eliminated. Like a tag team match? Or? No, it's no, everybody no. against everybody. Okay. You get eliminated by getting thrown over the top rope. And then the last guy standing goes to main event WrestleMania for the world title. So it was these two guys there at the end, Batista and John Cena, and they messed up a spot and they both fell down to the ground at the exact same time. Okay. So one referee says, you're the winner. Another referee that's out there says, no, you're the winner. And so they're both just kind of standing there and Vince McMahon comes in all pissed off. You see he's pissed. He goes to slide into the ring and he tears both of his quads. Oh. And he's just oh. sitting there. He can't stand up. Tried to stand up. Yeah. He's sitting there yelling at him like, the show must go on. I'm restarting this. And Trying to save it. Yeah. And he's just, he's sitting there because he can't move. And so then they have to help him out to the back. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude, yeah. Vince McMahon Damn. is fucking crazy. How yeah. old is he now? In his 70s, he's I want to say. He's in his 70s. He's still uh, fucking lifting. Oh, he's jacked. He's still... Yeah. He still looks good, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he, he definitely shows his age now. Like, yeah, yeah. when he comes out on it. TV and stuff, which there for a while was pretty sparingly, but I think now, especially with AEW starting, like, WWE's going to have to step their fucking game up. 
Yeah. They're going to have to get over this PG bullshit. Yeah. And to me, that's when I started getting tired of WWE. Like, I got back into it when it was the PG era, but I stayed in it for a while. But then it just, I was like, okay, fucking mix this up. Do something. Yeah, it got so vanilla, and it was always John Cena (laughs) overcoming the Boy Scout, you know, the, the... John Cena was always the Boy Scout. No matter yeah. who they laid in front of him, Cena would always overcome, which I know that's how they did it in the 80s, but... That's why I was happy when Punk finally took oh, it. Oh, me too. Yeah, he was awesome. I was a huge CM Punk fan. Yes. Yep. I think I, going to UFC was a mistake for him, but... Yeah. And he was down in Vegas last night doing a commentary for... No, it wasn't Vegas. It was Oh, I LA. thought it was Vegas. No. That's why he wasn't... When people were saying, oh, he might show up, he already had another oh. booking and... Somewhere, I think LA. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, CM Punk was cool. It was kind of like a, a fresh, uh, a breath of fresh air. Yeah. But Tried then, to push the issue. Yeah, but yeah. then they kind of bumped him down again. Yep. He said, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm just yep. not coming into work. Well, and then when they booked him against The Rock for Royal Rumble to lose oh, the WWE yeah. title. And his big thing is I want a main event at WrestleMania. I want to, I want, you know, I yeah. want to have that high caliber match. Yeah. And which he still did that year because he he went up against Taker and getting to work Taker to undertake or getting (laughs) to work Undertaker fucking with the urn. Yeah, God, (laughs) could they make him any more of a fucking heel with that shit? There's Paul Bearer's fucking ashes. You know who's uh, (laughs) oh shit shit, really? Yeah, Yeah, oh fuck. (laughs) He was a fucking dick. Who's a badass heel now? And he's he's gonna be great. He's only 23 years old. He's with AEW. It's MJF. MJF Maxwell Jacob Friedman he talks so much shit he's like always in character <laughs> he like, walked out in that crowd yesterday they were debuting the AEW title Bret Hart was out there doing it yeah and he came out to cut his little promo thing and the minute his music hits and he walks out of that tunnel that place erupted with asshole chants like anytime yeah. you see him people are just like <laughs> hey you're a fucking asshole like and he's always he's got, got legit heat. He's always got a. He'll always shut you up. Like he'll always say something to, you know, like fuck you, or and you'll just be like, oh fuck. <laughs> but like, so did you watch? Well, I don't. You might have heard of it on the when Bret Hart was doing the. He was he was inducted with the Hart Foundation into and someone the WWE. tackled him. Yeah, mm-hmm. a fan yeah. jumped the railing and tackled him. Yeah. So he comes out and cuts this promo, and he's like, Simpsons predicted that. By the way, <laughs> he's uh <laughs> You guys, should, you guys should do a podcast on just what Simpsons predicted. That would, oh, that would be cool. That's a damn good episode. That that's actually, a good idea. Yeah. We're putting that in the in the docket for sure. Uh, <laughs> anyway, sorry. Anyways, so MJF comes out and he's cutting a promo on him and uh, all of a sudden he's like, oh, Brett, watch out. That fan just jumped a railing. Watch out, watch out. You know, just to, <laughs> to kind of be a dick. like Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he'll say some... Oh yeah, look him up. He's he's, he's, him he's worth it. Like for as young as he is, and only being in the business maybe a f- couple years, four years. And he really made his start in MLW. That's when I got on to him. And then he was at AEW's first like unofficial show was all in in Chicago. Oh, but That's, his his best work, like he's he's a he's a good in ring competitor. But he just talks some shit. Like it's oh yeah, it's I good. enjoy watching true heel. I like a fucking assholes. shit talker. Yeah. yeah, true heel. That always makes wrestling interesting, right? Yeah, like especially when he up. gets his like when they finally beat his ass for it. You know what I mean? Right. Okay, wait. I got one. I got. I know you guys will remember this. I got to see if Kevin remembers it. Oh being shit! From, Here being we from go. Salt Lake City. <clears throat> when it was DDP and Carl Malone 
versus Hulk Rodman. Hogan and uh, or Dennis Hollywood Rodman. Hogan and re- Dennis Rodman. Yeah, dude, I remember something about it. I don't remember any details, but I remember there was a wrestling match <laughs> yeah. where Malone participated in. I remember it. Uh, That's Car- what Carl I was kind of like. You fucking kidding me? What are we doing here, dude? Carl Malone yeah. had a house right next to my parents' best friend's house. So oh, really, Carl uh, Malone. I- I literally shot hoops with Carl Malone oh, that's when I was like 10 awesome. years old. Literally I met shot him. hoops with him. I got a yeah. picture with him at yeah, yeah. Lagoon. No shit. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, I got a Malone jersey, but that's about it. Yeah. So, well, all of us that grew up here in so Ely were kind of Utah Jazz that, fans, yeah. I think. I was a kid. So. And I thought that was the coolest shit because I was a Chicago Bulls fan. And then uh, I was a wrestling fan. And uh-huh. you have Dennis Rodman in there. And yeah. Like, I thought Malone. that was cool. Like... <laughs> I can't even remember what the whole feud was about, but I just remember I was like, why are we doing this tag team match? I don't get it. But that was before I really knew a lot about wrestling because LT yeah. fucking uh, had a match. We actually way had a back match. When. Yeah. Yeah. Bam, 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 Bam Bigelow. Bigelow. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of fucking athletes that yeah. do it. Have, have you seen? It. So, yeah, it's what shitty is, and they've done it. WWE's famous for doing it, but they'll come in and they'll have a guest appearance and then they'll they'll take out one of their wrestlers and it's like come on he would never really beat him up but Stephen Amell the guy from Arrow yeah yeah he's actually had matches like at All In he wrestled Christopher Daniels he's good he went through a table Damn. like he did all sorts of shit like that like well I watch cool. Arrow pretty religiously in fact earlier I used to Cody Rhodes has to... been on some episodes yeah, yeah yeah he was uh except his villain name was Stardust really that's well, like he had a real name, but the drug he was pushing in the show oh. was called Stardust. Oh wow! But That's, anyway, well, that was during the time that he was doing the Stardust. Well, Stardust anyway, gimmick. But Amel, his fucking workouts are crazy. He do, goes to like these parkour gyms, like so. Everything he's doing on the show is his workout that he trains Wait, for the he's show. Climbing in. with the bar. And- yeah, he does. Yeah, he does that at the gym. He's like, uh like jumping over walls and scaling walls and oh, doing wow. all sorts of crazy shit. Huh. Damn. Yeah, and then don't forget Jay Leno was in some <laughs> matches oh, too. God, with stupid. DDP and Hogan. <laughs> Hogan, yeah. Who, who was the other Jay guy Leno? in there? Uh, Do they call him the fucking jaw? Eric Bischoff. Eric oh, yeah. B- yeah, Eric Bischoff and Hogan against DDP and Leno because Bischoff and Hogan took over the Tonight Show one time. Did you ever have a fucking like a, a stage name? Uh, no, should've it, it should have been the Jaw. Hey, Leo, get closer to that mic. Yeah, there you go. Wasn't Leno fighting like thirty style boxing and <laughs> yeah. God fisticuffs? I don't remember this. <laughs> yeah. I remember it happening, but I don't remember the actual match. <laughs> Obviously, it was not that. Great, yeah, it wasn't really a match. It was yeah, a couple totally bumps and a go home, and it was done. Thing. Yeah. Okay, so I got a I got a question for all of you. Maybe you guys know. Maybe you don't. So. With the props, the tables, the chairs, is any of that fake or is it all legit? Like, table they go through, is it a legit table? It's not made to break away? Uh, the chairs they hit them with, is it, I mean... The chairs are real. Uh, yeah. The tables, I'm not sure. They have, they have like, sometimes people get put through glass. Uh-huh. And they have, it's like, this candy... Glass. Yeah, that candy it's glass. glass. Yeah, sugar glass. Um there's been times like the guitars is just the real thin board when they break they guitars. They take the strings off the guitars. Do they? Notice that. But yeah. they do the... Um, it's like just... Like you hit it like this and it'll break. It'll, oh, yeah. it'll just... It just busts the tables, to pieces. It's, it's the tables are chintzy, yeah. chintzy legs. So, I've seen like the guitars you them with break the chairs before that, it hits somebody. The yeah. promo yeah. pictures we took. Like you, If I hit you with that chair or if you're a professional wrestler, it's going to hurt the dude. 
I could take a chair shot. You want to take a chair shot? I could take one. Dude, I'm down to bend that chair if you'll take a chair shot. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't put your hands up. Go old school. Go Harley Race. I was going to say, man, my wife, my wife might be pissed, but I'll hit you with the fucking chair, I, man. I, I already signed that waiver, so like... That reminds me, if you guys ever want, we're going to have him in here soon, but my friend Eric, he's a Ely local. He used to wrestle with NWA for a while. Yeah, oh, right. you were telling yeah, me that. He was telling me about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, we might have to try and do the cool. same with him. He could answer that question for you. Yeah. 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 He was but telling me all that. That's always been one of my big curiosities. I'm so like, there's dude. a story, and I just told you about the guitars that, uh-huh. it, like Break a away. prop guitar. So there's a story. It's uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. He was going to go against the Honky Tonk Man. The Honky Tonk Man would come out with his guitar. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, he was supposed to swap his guitar with the prop guitar, and he didn't. <laughs> and he was supposed to break it over Jake the I Snake's remember. head. And it didn't break, and he just kept fucking hitting them with it. <laughs> Until it like a real thick guitar. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's like, why is this breakaway not breaking yeah. away? What the fuck? Just yeah. keeps hitting him with it. Oh. Oh. I, I remember seeing that. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Oh. Damn. Because that's always been a big curiosity to me. I mean, you watch this wrestling, you're like, well, is it fake? But the dude's getting hit by a chair. Like, So at that indie show we went to, uh, they had light tubes. Like oh. the real long light Mercury. tubes yeah and they were breaking them over each other but it doesn't hurt trust me we used to do that in high school all oh the time. really oh yeah because yeah but had... it's not the glass that's gonna hurt you it's if they're mercury that that shit like embeds in your skin I'm, yeah, yeah. But, I'm but, standing but on those, a chair recording old... it and I look back and this guy's hiding behind me I was like what are you scared of <laughs> the mercury's like, all in those shit. like pigtail bulbs so the old school oh okay so they the old school them. neon light bulbs or uh, halogen light bulbs Dude, those were fun to bust on each other. What you had to worry about was getting glass in your socks. Like, if you're having actual battles, we did it all the time in high school. We used to go to the elementary wow. school by my house, and we'd take all the old light bulbs from my dad's machine shop, and we'd just start busting the fuck out of each other. Like, you could crack each other over the ear. you get a little cut, you know what I mean? But oh, it wasn't wow. bad. Like, you could bust the shit go. out of each other. That's going to be our you... next promo video. You're going to take one to the face. Yeah, we'll just don't buy the new LEDs, dude. Like, they'll fuck you up. <laughs> you know what I microchips like? microchips, and it'll cut you. What I like is when they pull a big sack from underneath the ring, and it's a big pillowcase full of fucking thumbtacks and they what pour the that fuck? all over the fucking <laughs> ring and you know someone always ends up bareback into that shit oh, yeah. they did on, on some of these indie of shows what they've been that, doing there ain't no faking that shit I don't give a no, fuck who you what are what they've yeah. been doing and it gets a big pop is uh, they'll pull out Legos they'll pull out Legos <laughs> and then they'll do Legos or hard oh, candies yeah oh my candies. god fuck yeah, dude, I, that's that, fucking brilliant. <laughs> oh, because yeah, I'm, I'm officially part of WWE then because I no, stepped on they don't, they don't not WWE. No, dude, oh. let's throw somebody into the fucking Lego <laughs> oh my shelf God. up there. Oh, <laughs> that's brutal, dude. Coming from a, parent. I can imagine like yeah. taking a backdrop on that. That's gotta hurt because like I have it, boys that have yeah. Legos, and they're at least with a they thumbtack, hurt. it's like challenge you to a Lego you? match. Yeah. <laughs> No, Legos are unforgiving, dude. They don't give a shit. I know. They fucking hurt, bro. Oh, my God. So, speaking of cool gimmicks in wrestling, Kevin, you're probably not too familiar with it, but do you know the wrestler Joey Ryan? Uh, (laughs) no. You need to look that up. YouTube some Joey Ryan stuff. Joey Ryan? Joey Joey Ryan. Ryan. Fuck it. Pull it up. Let's do it. (laughs) 
He's so he's, he's got a gimmick that'll never make WWE TV. What is it? He's the king of dong style. Dong style. You need to watch oh, it. What is that's dong that style? one fucking guy I posted on our uh, page. Yeah, it does the dick flip? <laughs> they grab his dick. We met him. And all, oh, oh, you shit. met him? We did. I got a picture with he's him. He's got. He met him at the <clears throat> the one thing. And that's the that was the first thing we did at Starcast. He, he had, had a, um, he aired a documentary here. there. Of like how his characters evolved and stuff, and <laughs> and he's still going, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he looks like old school. He's he's only he's probably younger than Cody. No shit. Yeah, he's early thirties. What do you mean younger than me? Well, you're <laughs> you're thirty six. I'm saying he's probably younger than you. Fuck. Let's see here. My internet is like running super slow. No, but um, yeah, I met him. We got a picture. Like he's totally different from his character, but yeah, he pulls it up. In particular. No, just Joey Ryan dick flip. You'll, <laughs> you'll see Ryan one. Joey Ryan dick flip. <laughs> his introduction to his documentary is like, welcome everybody. This is the house that Dick Money made. <laughs> yeah. dick Money Joey built. Ryan uses his penis to flick Mick Molly. Mick, Mick Foley. Foley. Oh, that's... Oh, Mick Foley, sorry. Yeah. A lot of people got mad at Mick because he did that. Sorry, I went to full screen. Here we go. Dude, I bet you he can do a cock push-up. <laughs> and then they try to pull oh, him yeah. off. Watch this. They try to pull him off. He's stuck. Because Mick's trying to do the mandible claw on his dick. Damn, he just flipped like six dudes with his dick. <laughs> it's all in the guy that's taking it, too. I mean, obviously, you got to sell the move, so. Right? But people pop for that shit like crazy. Yeah, that's sold fucking so hilarious. many t shirts. Here's to the man who can flip somebody else with his dick. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, now I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's cool shit. He's a pretty cool guy. But, you know, he went through and he's like, yeah, things are different. And. He did it at, uh, is it Noah in Japan? Uh, they do it was a lot DDT. Of, like, DDT. They do like comedy-based wrestling, and and they it was kind of a spot, and then people loved it. He said they were on e, he was on ESPN the next day. And <laughs> With the dick it, flip. Yeah, and it yeah. took off, and it took off, so he started selling merch. People wanted to see it. And That's pretty fucking funny, dude. He's like, done it. What a for, cool way to come up with your wrestling <laughs> persona. Flip. Like, grab my nuts, motherfucker, because I'm going to flip you over. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's pretty badass. Well, guess what, guys? Dude, did we reach our limit already? It's about time to wrap it up, yeah. Damn. Well, thank right. you guys so much. Two hours. Yes. Thank um, you so much for coming in. Before we go, tell everybody about your podcast, where they can listen to it. So, uh, Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, uh, Unpro Wrestle Pod. On Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, we record on Anchor. We do have a YouTube channel called Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. The Golden Rooster makes an appearance every once in a while. Greatest luchador ever to promote us. Fuck yeah! Um, also, we met. We met. Well, actually, started following us. Uh, his name's Rich. He's from C3 Wrestling. Um, you can find him on C3Wrestling.com. He's based out of Baltimore, but he's looking on. Um, promoting some of the guys that wrestle over there this way. And so give him give him a check out. He's a cool guy. Um, but yeah, we're 
You're on Spotify too, right? Yeah, we're on Spotify, on Google Pod, Apple, um, and we just kind of record on our phone. And and so it's not always the best quality, but we do put some work into it. The quality's fucking great, though. Yeah. You guys' content, fuck. You guys know your shit. That's why I love you guys' podcast so much. I'm like, I can nerd out on it and just sit there and soak it in. Yeah. No, well, it was it was great. Thanks for having us on. It was fun. Like, yeah, hell huge. yeah. Well, we appreciate you guys taking the time out of your traveling schedule to stop and do the oh, interview. Shit, we with still us, got man. four hours. To yeah, go. you guys still got to yeah. fucking drive for another yeah. four hours. Well, hey, we're be, gonna, like, chill be out sure you guys nothing. drive safe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll have we got beers and cocaine in the car. So no, we do not. That's yes, we do. I'm sure you do. Cause you, I just did a line of cocaine a year. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you were sharing, man. No, you, we're, you're going to get a random drug did, test when you get back. Well, <laughs> yeah. That was a good bump, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hit me hard. Yeah. All right. We'll well, drive safe. Uh, don't dick flip anybody on the way home. <laughs> no, do. Do dick flips. Yeah, do dude. dick flip. Stop and went over and dick flip somebody. <laughs> no, if we're going to do the dick flip, we're stopping in Wells. Okay, Jesus. stop in Wells and do a dick flip, dude. Come here, truck driver. You're getting a dick Come flip. Here. Here, grab my You're dick. You're three phone numbers and two dick flips. He's going to do it through a glory hole or something. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, thank you for the autograph sting poster. Yeah, That's we badass. appreciate that. Hell yeah, yeah. That'll make a good. And if you can find that picture, Brendan, we, I want to. I remember looking. it. I remember it. Like, because we were in high school at the same time. So I got a big old hickey on my neck in that picture. I hooked up with some chick the night before. It was fucking crazy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, guys. Um, Thanks for having us on. Yeah, yeah you bet. We're going to have you on again next time you're through town. So. The boys from Unprofessional cool. Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, yeah. guys. All right, everybody. Thanks later. for downloading. We'll talk to you later. See you, bitches. Thank you for joining.